Ladies and gentlemen, girls and boys, let's argue with the internet over something that I, I'm going to claim something. And we've all traveled around the world, different flea markets, different swap meets. Yep. I dare to say, I believe the Golden West College swap meet that we go to week after week after watching YouTube videos every day going around the world. I think we have the best swap meet in the world. And I don't know if I can claim it. I don't know if Gabo, our wonderful, beautiful guest, by the way, Gabo, Gabo. Could, could give us, Gabo. Let, let Gabo go first. You've been to that swamp. You've been to a million others. You've been across the borders everywhere. Maybe not legally, well, but how did it, <laughs> how do you feel about me claiming the, or, the Golden West College as the best swap meet in the world? I have to disagree. Oh, okay. Let's hear. <laughs> well, it depends. Uh, it, it depends a couple of things. Okay. Uh, since you guys okay. now are looking for different stuff, okay. now it's better for you guys, okay. right? But you guys remember a couple of years back mm -hmm. when we used to go there and hunt for only for video games? Yeah. It was different, right? Yes and no. I also think I was more broke. So I think that played into it as well. For the love of money. <laughs> well, I, I, don't, I don't want to sound cocky, but yeah. a couple of, well... Probably like one or two months ago, I was in another SWAT meet. Okay. I'm not going to tell you where. Okay. And yeah, it's a, it's a secret spot. <laughs> and dude, it was a video game mine. Okay, so my question, how often do you go there? Uh, not that often. See, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, Rick, I'm talking consistent. You can go week after 12 years deep. Yeah. Your thoughts? Because if we just went, if we just based it off one time, then of course, yeah, it can be anywhere. But this one's like constantly like, dude, we got insane stuff at this swami. I mean, the Mario cells came from there. Mm -hmm. These guys right here. Mm -hmm. Dude, we've got the Turbo Graphics, just CDs, just Even random. Even Curtis was found at the Golden he West was found yeah. at the Golden That's West Swami. <laughs> what, what about you, Christopher? As I try to hike these short shorts down, they're a little shorter than I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, a lot of thigh yeah, no, going on today. <laughs> um, I love Golden West. In my opinion, it is probably my favorite all-time flea market. And I've been to tons. The second probably only to it was North Las Vegas has an amazing hue. Consistent. Consi well, that, that was where I started was back in the day where I was okay. taking bagfuls of games out of there. But, yeah, I love Golden West. I score every single week that okay. I'm there. Not always games, but tons of other stuff. I think that's the key is consistency, right? Because yeah. like Ricky said, we can claim almost anything if you're like, dude, I went to this one swap meet this one time. I got this mega score. And it's like, I'm talking the long haul, right? Like a relationship. Like, yeah, you can... Find the nice one for two months. I'm talking the long run, baby. Well, do you guys feel like you mentioned earlier on? Did you think Golden West was better before, or was dry before, and it's better now? It's way better now, to be honest. But I've seen this way. I've seen this way. You only, you guys only stay in, in your area. Okay. You don't go elsewhere. Well, we've been everywhere. But we've been everywhere. We, we I just, know. We I just know. go there now because but, we know it's a gold mine. I would I would love to see you guys yeah. going to that SWAT meet or even the one he mentioned because I've been there. Yeah. I've been there with Tiny and my other friends and it's a big one. It's a big you one. Know what? It's really Huge. cool. Actually, after thinking about it, it does suck. Nobody go. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you don't want to go to that SWAT meet. Never go. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's not the biggest flea market that no. I've been no. to. Like the North Las Vegas one is probably three times the size of it. Maybe oh, four times. That's exhausting. Huge. Yeah, it is. You almost can't do it in one day. But. Yeah. Yes, Cabo. But I, 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 I give it to you. Yeah, he can. He's fifty-fifty. Okay, so you're but, on the fence about it. Yeah, but he's he's like I say, he's depend 
what people need. For example, okay, I, I'm gonna give you another example. For example, the one close to where I live in yes. Palmdale, okay. if people that works in the field in construction, that's a mine over there, gold mine. What is it, like construction jackets, <laughs> every, orange vests everywhere? No, uh, Jack tools, tools, uh, tools, jackets. Got it. <laughs> everything. So okay. that's it's, what I'm yeah. trying to explain. Okay, I get what you're saying. You get it or yeah. not? Yes. All right. Uh, what, what do you think? Like, what other flea market would be in comparison to ours? Like, we went to Retro Ricks in Arkansas. We've oh, seen the oh, flea market, and then we went out into the one in the boonies, and okay. it was like, <laughs> how was it compared to ours? Ricky, you start with your thoughts on this. We just got back from uh, Arkansas. We were just down there. It was it was great. It was fun. We were there for Retro Ricks, big grand opening, wonderful weekend. Met amazing people. But that was awesome. Are us you? three did cruise around. So Ricky, go ahead, dude. Honestly, we found some great stuff at this dude, the tiniest little swap meet, but you know what? It was great. And that's probably where the best Mexican food was. Rick was telling taking us to all these Mexican foods. <laughs> and we literally walk around like, dude, this Mexican food is bomb well, right here. Rick was taking us to Rick was taking us to white people Mexican food places. Uh, and I the minute I walked in, I'm like, nope. But then we went to the swap meets and it was back behind not Dude. sure what they were serving up but i was like that's where i want to get my food from can i add something real quick yeah and i'm sorry to jumping oh jumping all you want bro okay so you guys you guys notice the difference between the west coast and east coast what meets yes yes a lot of guns <laughs> it's awesome well, yeah. it was great it was amazing and i'm from the east coast so i hunted up in connecticut a lot okay they are very different yeah. Sure. So but, it is interesting that they call flea markets what are like indoor malls, so to say, of a bunch of booths of used stuff. Yeah. They call those flea markets, but to us, that's not what we in California, where we're we from, call flea markets. But there was one actual flea market that we went to. Yeah. And we've heard it from a lot of people. Uh, we actually thought about this as a conversation, and a lot of people are going to get mad at this because so many people go like, where we're from, there's never anything. There's not this and that. And Ricky and I, time and time again, have gone to these places in the middle of South Carolina, the middle of Arkansas, the middle of Texas, where people are like, there's nothing there, nothing there, nothing there. And we go and we're like, I don't know if people are looking hard enough. I see so many people are in our space do this. They walk by booths and go like this. And I'm like, no, no. Walk in, lift up a shirt, lift up something that's on a table. There's, it's not always, it's, it, it's uh, hidden in plain sight, a lot of this stuff. So we went, we filled up Dude, bags. Our, my truck is full of all our stuff. And Curtis got to drive home 24 hours to take it home Curtis, to us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Curtis is a trooper. Right here. Yeah, only, Gabo, only 24 hours. Gabo <laughs> likes to drive, but it was great. So yeah, I, I don't know if... Good job. There's been some of that have been obviously really good. We've been to a ton. But again, just going back to consistency, I would have to lock in Golden West for us. And pricing over there was insane. Everything yes. was cheap. dirt cheap. So I was like, cheap. they're like, what? sorry about it, buddy. I'm going to have to charge you a dollar. I hope that's okay. I'm like, I'll take 10 <laughs> every All item. All right. Ding, ding, ding. Our first sponsor. Yo, of the shout out right now, everybody. Pod. To Ooh, apothecary socks, boys. Shima. I mean, Chris, what are your thoughts? We got Chris and Gabo on foot rocking a pair of apothecary socks. Shout out to them so much for being a sponsor. Of this. What is your thoughts on those? Real, I, be real. I just put them on for the first time, and right away I was like, "Whoa, these things are amazing." So you did say that, and I didn't tell him to say that. I was like, "Chris, put these on. Don't tell me anything." And without me like trying to talk to him, he's like, "Dude, these are great socks. They fit great. They feel great." Gabo, it feels so comfy. I love it. Look, that was I like. Like, that almost felt fake, even though I know you're not being this <laughs> fake. That is wonderful. I love it. Ding, you know? I feel like uh, I'm kissed from the rose. 
Oh, oh. there is a rose on it. Oh. Yeah, it's a wonderful company, uh, Apothecary. Apothecary is pronounced, by the way, Apothecary, and it is your sneakers' favorite socks. Apothecary socks not only look great with all the sneakers and clothing in your closet, but they feel great on feet. Apothecary was founded by two sneakerhead product designers that wanted to create the best sock ever that matched with all of the pairs in their collection, but was also super comfy. Apothecary features a proprietary knit technology called ISO Weave. ISO Weave gives the socks incredible breathability, stretchiness, and they fit great. Apothecary socks come in a ton of different colors, sizes, and styles, but they also drop limited collections and collaborations every month that feature wild designs to fit your unique style. Check out Apothecary on their website, apothecary.com, and try out your sneakers' new favorite socks. Thank you for real. Apothecary. Also, tell them that we sent you. Tell them Pixel Plus sent you. If they do, if if one of the owners tells me that you guys sent, we'll do something special. We'll do a giveaway. We'll have Chris give away something really expensive. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're going to go on to the next question. This could be, um, do you think like our swap meet differs just because of the characters you add into the show? Uh, no, I mean, uh, it, the, the swap meet us claiming is our favorite may even be a little biased. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, we've been there again for so long that we've met so many people there that it feels like a genuine home. You know, there's just so many people there that I'm like, I know you, I know you, I know, even if I've never talked to you, I know you, I know you, you know, I don't like that guy, got to avoid that guy, but I know you, I know you, so it's, it's, <laughs> a lot of it. it's become a little home on the range. Yeah, you know who doesn't get enough love is the Camel Crew camel out there. there. Camel Crew, shout out to the Camel Crew out there. And Tony and Austin. Oh, Tony, and the, yeah. You didn't know who the Camel Crew I didn't was? know they were called the Camel Crew. You didn't even, wow, I'm glad to know you. Watch all our videos. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been calling them that for like six months now. <laughs> now, did you, did you build that because you were like the Marlboro crew, you really wanted to in incorporate that with them? Yeah, you know, we've kind of, we've all, it's funny, we all game hunted together and we started calling ourselves a Marlboro crew because all of us, not even intentionally at first, like all owned like a little piece of Marlboro gear. None of us smoke, by the way, but we, when, uh, at least not that I know of, Chris, he to. looks like he dropped <laughs> a Once in a while. <laughs> no, but uh, none of us do. So, but yeah, we started calling ourselves that. And then obviously the fun way to play on that was with the other guys coming around and they'd find camel stuff and it just became a joke. I love it. I think one of the, the the craziest questions that I might actually add into here, should we buy a storage unit with Dusty? Oh, uh, Dusty. So we have mm -hmm. Dusty at our so a local celebrity. Uh, it, what, do you, what do you think about Dusty? Like, uh, this, Dusty, if you're listening, we love you. Dusty <laughs> is like one of our suppliers out there. He's from Storage Wars. He's always on the show. He's the homie. What up, what up, what up, what homie? Up, what up, G? What up, homie? What up, big it. dog? What up, bro? Every time it. it's something different. It. Have you met Dusty yet? Yeah, of course, but I didn't know he was in Storage Wars. You didn't yeah. know that? He's actively. Gabo doesn't watch the show either. <laughs> Gabo hasn't watched it. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny about Dusty is, and we don't say this with, with bragness, but he's like, dude, all the time people come up to me. He's dropping a lot of F-bombs in that conversation, but we don't understand. <laughs> he's like, this but he's like, dude, I meet so many people who are like, dude, I'm a huge fan of your show. And he's like, thank you so much. Thanks for watching Storage Wars. They're like, Storage Wars? Well, no, Pixel Game Squad. <laughs> we're like, let's go. And you guys don't know, that is our other channel. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and last question for Gabo, I would say, uh, what are your experiences when you're outside of like the country doing a swap meet or anything like that? Have you Ooh. been to one? Uh, actually, yes. In Colombia and Puerto Rico, it's way different. I only I remember in Colombia I found like a couple of PS2 games. Mm -hmm. Last time I was there, uh, maybe back then I didn't have the eye of the tiger mm. like these guys. Well, I still doesn't have. Still doesn't. <laughs> I was gonna say. <laughs> I would say that their eye of the tiger is a lot different than everybody else's because they're very good at what they do. Oh yeah. Oh, especially 
that guy over there. Ricky's a cartridge the, the, finder. The, and the yeah. plush king over here. He's oh, the plush I love, king. I love tell, tell me about in Colombia. Like, what is, is it all set up the same way? Just like. No, it's different. It's like uh, they do over there in the malls. They close the mall. So it's indoor. Indoor, yeah. And they use like the first floor. And there's a bunch of people with tables over there. Okay. They have the regular ones outside too, outdoor. But I've never been one of those in Colombia. But in Puerto Rico, yes. Did you find a lot of games there? Uh, well, that's what I was saying. I found a last time I was there a couple of years ago. I found a couple of PS2 games, super cheap. For for example, like Battlefront 2 for like one dollar, okay, fifty cents, something like that. What's the normal thing out there at the swap meet? Like, what are most people selling at swap meets? And can you say it on camera? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say uh, like uh, pirate. How how you call oh, like, it? Like, pirated stuff. Bootleg. Bootleg. Yes. Bootleg. 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 Yeah. Here I on the Pixel Plus, we're proud of bootleg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, bootleg Mikey. <laughs> is it so? Um, is it like bootleg clothing? Bootleg TVs? Yes. Especially like like the jersey. Yeah. Like football, like soccer jersey. Yeah. Um, you know the semi-sealed joke. Yes. He came from Colombia. Oh, because really? over there, I remember one seller. Telling me like, oh, this jersey is semi-original. Oh, got it. <laughs> but you know so what? So we have a thing. Gabo would say he'd have these things for sale on whatnot. He'd be like, yeah, this is sealed. And he'd be like, well, semi-sealed. It means that's like a little slip or a little right, cut. Right. So. But you know what is funny? I, yes. I, I bought it. Well, you and know. He, <laughs> he lasts like three months. Well, like, that, that, like, that, that's like better than watches. expected. But um, yeah, you can find, you especially in Colombia, you can find a lot of original games ps2 especially ps1 but not as much as here got it mm -hmm. because uh in south america the culture is more like pirate things gotcha. <laughs> everyone's a pirate in south america <laughs> <laughs> south american culture is pirate things like, like for example somebody say oh what did you play i was like oh ps2 Oh, I got one, and when I see it, oh, it's, it's like a PS it's, brew. Yeah, it's, <laughs> or it's mold, mold. You know, Modded? they play copies. Yeah, got it. So in Puerto Rico, it's more like here. You can still find a lot of good stuff. Got it. We're gonna go on ranking cop Capcom console. Oh, oh no! no. Oh, NES yeah, no. game. No, I was wait, what? Games, right? Yeah, NES games. Oh. I am all types of stroke oh, over I, here, guys. I love <laughs> this. Poor Curtis. All right, so the, the first. Capcom in the NES days is pretty high ranking in the world. Can't be Ricky, where do you, Ricky, put your mic up to you. Oh, sorry, sorry. Where do you rank Capcom in the world just in general in the NES days? In the NES days? Did they beat out Konami? Yes, they did. <gasps> what about you? Oh. This isn't what it's about, but yeah. Capcom or Konami, NES days? Probably Capcom. Okay. Yeah. Gabo? Of course. Oh, you're a big Capcom guy. Okay. Of course. Gabo, you're the guest. Why don't you, my sir, pick yes. a number between 1 and 10? Uh, five. Five. Boom. First one we're doing right off the bat. This is Street Fighter 2010. Gabo, you are the guest. Where do you rank? I'm a little S, blind. S is the greatest. F is the worst. Where do you put the game Street Fighter 2010 on the NES? I will put it B. B. Why? Because it's not that bad. It's not that good. Wow, what a, I like that. Just straight to the point. Yeah. That's not like Chris and Ricky. They're normally like... You know what is the best thing about that game, in my humble opinion? The music. 
great. That was our old intro theme song. That was our old intro. All right, Chris, what about you? I did not play this one a ton. I know the music is really good. I've probably put it in and played it a little bit. Okay, so you don't want to get... Do you want to give us a a letter or do you want to skip? I might pass on this. Okay, Riquito. I'll keep it at a B. Okay, a B. It was good. Gameplay was all right, but yeah, he's right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just all right. <laughs> I, I, I'm, so I'm not with you guys. I, I, I definitely, this is an A. If my brothers are listening, they're screaming A right now, too. <laughs> Street Fighter 2010 was huge for us. Uh, the gameplay, the, the level layouts were awesome. Each level was completely different. Great sound design, too, as well. I think extremely underrated for what it is. I'll put it in A, but both of you guys B. So that's put it at a between a B and an A. Oh, to start. Yes, Gabo. It happens to you when that, well, you was too, too young. But when that game came out, I yes. was thinking, I, you thought I was thinking it was. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. The character's name is Ken. Yeah. yeah. In the video game. And check this out. It's called Street Fighter 2010, The Final Fight. So a lot of people had some weird things about, could it be a final fight game? Does it have this? Chris, why'd you look at me so <laughs> deep? Well, I was so thinking, because I was like, I never actually played that game, because I think I felt deceived when I went to put it in, and I was like, this isn't a Street Fighter game. Oh. And so I don't good. even remember what the game played. All right, ready? I'm going to toss up one at random. What did I grab? Ooh, Ooh. gun smoke. Gabo just put his head back, and he, I'll give you, let you start again, bro. Really? Yeah, what you got with uh, gun smoke? I get so passionate with gun come. Oh, of course, S. <laughs> S. Wow. Yeah. You love it. I pff, I love it. So I got to admit, I did know you loved it. You, you have ta- Me and you have talked in great depth about that game. It's not a surprise, man. This is... You're a Capcom. I'm now remember, Capcom. though, when you're ranking these, you also have to remember, keep in mind, there are other games on here, so yeah. you can't go all S. No, yeah, but... Think of it in the world of Capcom. But yes, you're... Yeah, for me, it's a S. Okay. So many amazing memories. Ricky? I'm going to go a B. I like it, but the music's great. I love the music. The mu- that little soundtrack is amazing. But it, when I I, I I tend to compare it to like Contra and stuff, so I'm like, oh well, it's Contra's better. Oh, Rick, Rick, I'm sorry. I'm, it's not, I know it's I know it's, it's not, not the same because it, it's top down view. I know Contra. I know. Yeah, I, sorry, I compare yeah, I Pokemon to well, that Super game C. Too. Super yeah, C. Super C. Top. So go. I'll, I'll go. I love the game, and I would give it an A, but I have to keep my brain and remember what other games are coming to. Again, we're not doing every Capcom game because there's way too many for us to do. I'm doing kind of like the highlighted ones. Um, I'm going to put it B plus. Christopher, I'm putting it out as a C. I was never a huge fan of this game. Really? Not my style of game. Yeah. You don't like it? No, I was You're never. Just a not huge a cowboy fan. baby. This is a, <laughs> so what do we have? We had B. S and C. Where does that put it, Curtis? Are you smart uh, over there? It's an abs. It's in between. What you? What does that even put it at? <laughs> I, think that puts the, I think that puts it where Street Fighter's at. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I think it's a little bit low, Street Fighter. Yeah. Ricky, you're starting the next one. Ready? All right. Let's, let's just throw a random one. Ready? Yeah. Oh. Bionic <laughs> Commando. I think I'm gonna break hearts on this. Ricky, you start. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna be. Be, be brutal. honest. Oh, be, be brutal. Honest. It's probably a C with me. Okay. I love. I like it, Man. but I don't love it. Uh-oh. I'm Uh-oh. so sorry. Let's go Chris I, I, next. Let's I'll go, go Chris. next. I feel this. so sorry. I absolutely love this game. This is one of like my favorite games of okay. all time. I could pop this in right now and play this. Are I love the music. It? Yeah, it's a tough game. Yeah. But that swinging with the arm and the sounds and all of it, I love. It was really tough to beat. I don't think I ever beat it. But I would give this, honestly, an S. This is one of my favorite Ooh. NES games. Okay, I'll jump in then too because I know where Gabo's going. I'm kind of with Ricky. I like it. And I think when Gabo would talk in conversation with me, I'd pretend to like it more so he didn't get mad. <laughs> I, I could see how passionate he was, and I'm like, I do like the lore of it, though. What a how fake. It used to be. Have you seen it before? What it used to be before on the backgrounds? No, it it would show mean? Hitler. 
And, and, yes, and, I did know that. And the swastikas, yeah. it was it was dark. Why they changed that? Well, yeah, oh, because shit. like for audiences, they did change it. Gotcha. it you know, but originally, I don't know the deep. I think the where. Japanese version is is like that. They're like, we don't care. <laughs> um, I am going a C. So sorry, that's two C's and S. Gabo, where are you at? I mean, can I repeat? Yeah. The score, you know, it's it's S. Okay. S. All day. S. S. Just S. All S's on. S. 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 Well, it's a good game. <laughs> it's a good. Spoiler alert. That's my favorite. NES game. That's yeah, one of I my favorites too. It's definitely top ten. So, I love that. Game yeah, so that much. game is insane. So SSCC, I think that puts it at a B. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry guys. Oh look Dude, at you hey, the, tables have turned, the tables have turned. <laughs> See, sucker. What they did is they take our S and put it as a. The B. tables have turned, sucker. <laughs> Do you like Nirvana? I love. Nirvana. We did a ranking of one of these. It ended up yeah. at like a D. <laughs> I think I put it really? There's yeah. your there's your thought for the day. I dragged N64 down to oh. a C plus, so C minus. Everything's kind of right at a B. The okay. Do Darkwing. That, that's pretty good though. Yeah. Okay, Curtis, Curtis suggested Darkwing. I guess I'll start with Darkwing. I haven't started yet. Um, I like it. I don't love it. I I'm actually very good at the game. Um, I can beat it pretty simply. I like that you can hang. I like the different weapons. But something about it, it, it's not my top tier of those like Capcom Disney afternoon type games. Yeah. Although I love Darkwing Duck as, as a cartoon, as a what it is. But I have to say it's actually one of my least favorite ones on here so far. I, I, I hate to say, even though I, I enjoy it, something about it, I like force myself to beat it. And when I do it, so I'm going to put a C. Gabo? I'm going, I'm with you. Okay. I'm going with C too. Oh boy. Yeah. Seriously. Um... It's like you say, it's, it's good. Yeah. I love the music, but I don't think it's all This doesn't there. fit your style. Yeah. Okay. Christopher? I didn't play it a ton. I've played it. And what'd you think? It was decent. Uh-oh. C, D but not even enough to really play it a ton. C for me. Ooh, C, C, C. Ricky. Uh, I was going to say D, C, but now I'm going to go for D for Darkwing Duck. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. there's our first hatred of the day. There's Ooh. always one that people Good are going to hate us for. I, I think it's the TurboGrafx version that blew it for me, because the NES one wasn't actually too bad. The TurboGrafx one turbo horrible. One, yeah. It, horrible. Well, it, you can't rank the Turbo one. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it's super expensive. That's what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> All right, ready? I'll oh, throw up a random one. Oh, I wonder if anyone else is here to G like me and knows this game. Codename Viper. Anybody, anybody who wants can jump in. I didn't play this one. Okay, B. you're whack. B. B? Yeah, it's a good one. I barely played it, so I, I feel like I shouldn't. Okay, so it comes out of me and Gabo. I think I'm right there with you as a B. Yeah. I, I truly like it. Like, I truly, truly like it. It's really good. It controls an, a lot like... Like it, it's basically another version of Rolling Thunder as well. Has that very stiff. The jumps are very like you jump out and kind of pop out. B as well for me. It doesn't sound like as many people are going to be excited about Codename Viper, but if my brothers are listening, they know you can they, never go wrong. They know with what this means. Rolling Thunder. That's how they say thank you in the game. That's all I had to toss out. All right, ready? Let's go for a big dog. Mega Man, the greatest game that a lot of people don't like, apparently. Oh, by the way, guys, that's the only Mega Man I put on, because we all know where Mega Man 2 would land. Yeah. We all know where Mega Man 3 would land. So are we just rating Mega you Man 1? only rate Mega Man 1. We all know where Mega Man 2 was going. Come on, let's be yeah. honest. I was like, let me put on one that's probably a little controversial. Mega Man 1, Christopher. I mean, of all the Mega Mans, it's my least favorite Mega Man. <laughs> of all? Yeah, this one was so ridiculously hard. Really? For, it was just absurdly hard. You suck. I mean, I liked it because it's Mega Man. <laughs> I mean, I beat all the other Mega Mans, but this one I could never beat. Really? So I would put it as a, 
I mean, it's still Mega Man. I'd still put it as an uh, B. B. Okay. I, I, I mean, I, I personally don't think it's that hard. I think it's one of the easier Mega Man games. What? Maybe because it's one of the ones you grew on. And I watched the How to Win video games tapes on how to beat this game. Oh. So we had a lot of ups. I go I go easy A. This is, here comes the hate. Do, 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 do. I like it better than Mega Man 2 and 3. Oh, no. Wow. You're crazy. You're crazy. So, go ahead. I, I like it better. <laughs> what can I say? Gabo? I agree with you. I will... You remember those sounds? Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I will put a... Hey, you heard him, Chris. What is this soundtrack? <laughs> For those audio listeners out there, I'm ASMR. trying to give him nightmares, man. Uh, <laughs> all he had to do was look. What was that, actually? What was I do the remember it. The blocks. Disappears. It was the blocks. Oh, my god! I thought the blocks were easy because they're all timed. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dude. That's <laughs> I don't know. Ricky? I'm with Chris. It's really hard, but I'm still going to give it an A because it was hard, but I enjoyed the heck out of it. Okay. Yeah. Good. It was still a Mega Man. It was still a Mega Good Man, one. but it was. I'm with you, dude. I would it was say hard. that Ricky's a little biased because he's like one of the biggest Mega Man fans. I love Mega Man. He's not gonna. He's not gonna throw it in the dumps. I still uh, can't get over the fact that Ricky put Darkwing Duck as a lower because he was thinking about the Turbo Graphics game. <laughs> <laughs> Disaster Ricky. My bad. Is that, bad. Is that our? Is that our? Is that our? Where's this? Uh, you boys about to tell me? Does this go above Street Fighter 2010? Yes. I yes. think okay. so. For okay. sure. It's like an A minus. So it's like an A minus. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Ooh, the cream of the crop, Ricky. Curse that game. DuckTales. All right, so I, I feel bad. Like I, I, I'm going to give it a B because huh? it is great, but I suck at this game. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I don't know what it is about. Well, this one and the other one that's coming out. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're up, Gabo. You're up. DuckTales. <laughs> Oof. It comes to hate. <laughs> oh, no. Um, popular opinion. Okay. The music is great. Okay. Oh, it's boy. fun, but I have to go with C. Oh. No, no, my it's not my team. Really? Yeah. Wow. I can't believe like Bionic Command was above this, but okay, Chris. I mean, it is what it is. Uh -oh. <laughs> I, I can see Chris. I, I like this game. Uh -huh. Okay. I actually played this one quite a bit. Okay. I love the the cane bouncing thing. Oh that, yeah, that was it's awesome. Great. That was like the best mechanics. And the goal so. is to collect money. Yeah, and the money, what a wise Scrooge, man. and all of that. <laughs> so, I really enjoyed it. I'd give it a. B plus A A okay. I give it an A. I'm solid A along yeah. with the music, which by the way, Amazon Amazon theme is better than Moon theme in my personal opinion. But love this game to death. I don't want to go over a million times of what it is, but uh, to me, it's just uh, Shovel Knight is one of the best games I've ever played in recent times, and it just reminds me so much of the original version of kind of what a Shovel Knight was. So we had A A C and D. B. B. A A C B. That's B. like a B ish. That's like a, a B. All these Capcom games are finding their way right into B. It's like we can't escape it. All right, I'm going to do my best to escape it right now Let's do it. by giving one that I know. What did I just click here? Good. Oh, no. What did I do, people? What? What? Can somebody help me here? What did I do? Pretend that this is working. Little Nemo Dream Master. Chris, I'm jumping in for you. I love this game. Oh, this good. Game I, was right when awesome. I saw me click it and I saw your teeth, I was like, oh, he's going to like it. <laughs> Yay. I did. I love this game. This one was kind of in line with like the little Samsons and where you could see different go. characters and stuff. And so Let's I, go. I absolutely loved it. I'd give it an A+. Plus. Let's go, my man. All right, I'll jump in there right now. It's, it's my S. I, I actually wow. think it's top two in these for me by far. You can, it's, it's. 
NES, right? NES is so hard back then to be diverse, but Little Neo Dream Master, you go around, you feed the different animals, you get to play as them, it's different mechanics, the music's different, there's a storyline. There's a really perverted mod of this game too, by the way, that I don't recommend looking up. Look it up. But it's it's <laughs> S for me all the way. Ricky. Ooh, I like that. Uh, that's actually a B plus. I really enjoy this game. This dude got me really into it. Uh, I can't say anything else. It's a great game. What, okay. what you, what's, what's there to say? I got big oh, no. memories of that game. Okay. Is that the one you throw candy yes, to sir. the frogs? And yes, all sir. That? Yep. The frog has jumping powers. I will go. I will go with with B. Okay. Nice. My my hope Ooh. right now. What is two Bs and two Ss? Or did you say A? I said A. You said A plus. A plus. I'm holding you to it. A so does that put us at a at a solid, solid A? A? A. Yeah. Solid A. That's probably our Let's highest go. one so little far. Nemo. Wow. Thank Please. you, Lord. Little Nemo. Ready? I'm gonna get Gabo happy right now. Ready? Everybody, watch Gabo's face if you're here. Trojan on. Oh, look at him. He's excited. Oh, we got goosebumps. Gabo, your thoughts on Trojan? Uh, you know. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, I love that game so much. It has to be AS for me. Wow. Really? Okay. Wow. I, Chris is perplexed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm I'm rare, man. I'm, I, I'm I, different. I don't actually I never really played this game that much. So I, I probably would even pass in this, but I didn't realize it was that good of a game. It makes me actually want to go play well, it. For me it, for me I love it. I love I love the environment, the 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 little history. The yeah. little armadillo characters you fight. Oh, yeah. I, I love the music. I'll say for me, I've beaten it. And I've beaten it in an arcade. Yes. And I still don't love it. I challenge you. Uh, you did challenge me and I yeah. beat it. You were very surprised that I beat it. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I, I again, beating both games, but we'll look at NES here. I still don't love it. I, I feel like the control on it was lacking uh, as far as like the stiffness of the characters, yes. sound effects and music is is good, but it's more nostalgic good than like actually Here you go. good. You know what I'm saying? Yes. He's, he, man, he's the music, dude. I think all the Capcom games, I, I love Capcom because of the music. Bring me so many memories. Yeah. And also the games are really good. They are good. But, but that game is uh, ass for me. What's Ricky's thoughts? I like the game, but I don't love it, so it's a C for me. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of at a C, it. too. It went from emotions to, I don't know. I I so CCS, that puts it at, like, another B. Shocker. Another Capcom game right at a B. Oh, man, this is. All right, what's left? Ooh, here we go. I'm going to go this one right here. Mighty Final Fight. We got three more left, ladies and gents. Ricky, jump with Mighty Final Fight. It's actually a great game, but um, it's not a top tier for me. It's like, okay. a, it's like a solid B+. It's great. It's fun. But it, I don't know. Staying oh no, that, Chris is giving me a look. Staying no. on that beat. Oh, no. Okay, okay. I I actually like this game a lot. It reminded me a lot of like Double Dragon ish. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. And okay. I loved it. I think it had that crazy spin kick you could do. It in did. That one, was cool. Which I just loved the spin kick. So I would give it a B, B plus. Yeah. I just love how we're saying B plus like it's <laughs> not into anything better. Like, oh yeah, just below A, but B plus is perfect. <laughs> I think it was ahead of its time for being a beat 'em up. If you compare it to a lot of other beat 'em ups of the time, I feel like a lot of them graphically weren't up to speed and and control like that fluid mo motion of the combos. Like, you know, you compare it to which games I love, Double Dragon, and games where it's mild combos like. It was very fast. The music was one of my favorite s soundtracks that I use all the time in a lot of edits that I do. 
for people. Uh, for me, it's a solid, solid, solid A. I think it was a very late released yeah. NES yes. too. So I, the mechanics seemed really uh, almost ahead. The of mechanics its time. were ahead of its time. Yeah, way ahead of. Did its this time. come out the same, almost same time as the Super Nintendo one? Like right. I think it was like right towards the end. Right after, like back. I think pretty close. after, yeah. It, it has to be after. I don't want to claim it, so I don't know. Gabo, I think it was one of the last games ever made for NES. Uh because he reminds me a lot of River City Ransom. I have to go B. Okay. He's so good. B. So where we at? That was B A. Just a B. B plus. Yeah. Solid B again. Solid Hang B. On. Just a solid B plus. That, that's pretty good though for like games to be that like that solid of a oh, B A. Oh boy. Capcom. Ooh. Ghosts and Goblins. Chris, you look like a Ghosts and Goblins guy. I love Ghosts and Goblins. I could just you look I, like you. That's be so into funny it. you say that. <laughs> I love this. But I mean, I really love Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Is what I love. This one was obviously precursor. A precursor and such a hard, hard game to play. I mean, I wish they hadn't made it so hard, to be honest with you, because I absolutely love it. The music, the end, the, the opening scenes, the storyline, everything. And I feel like they perfected it with Super Ghouls and Ghosts, which is one of my all-time favorite games. But I still love this for what it is, so I would give it an A. Ricky? I'm going to go with the same thing, an A. I enjoyed it, but it's hard as heck. So hard. You want a hard Nintendo game? You play this. Ridiculous. Re and then the, the brutality of beating it twice to get a proper. Gabo? I have to go A plus. A A A oh. plus. Don't this ruin pretty it. Close. Wow. <laughs> he's so, he's, man, he, he's so good. I just love the new. He's just trying to keep it below little Nemo. Uh, I, lo I love it. He's, he's gonna blow it right now. I love it. He's like D. <laughs> just drag it down. Are we, doing, are we doing a podcast anytime soon about overrated games? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, for sure. Hey, can I add something? <laughs> D. Solid D. Oh. Whoa. Dare I say, I've tried to like it so many times. I the the way you bounce, the way it's the fluidity doesn't isn't my jam. I I call it a trasher, bro. But wow. super A. Hey, super, super goals goals. A. So good. This one to so me good. always been subpar to me. Oh, I prefer no. the music in that one that the super. Oh, I, I'm so happy I got to ruin it for you guys. I've never felt that power. <laughs> it's okay. Chris it's has right. done it multiple times. I've done it. Just wait you know till the end too, on. so you can. Oh, <laughs> so that puts it at a C. Ooh. Oh yes, Whoa. yes, almost. No, maybe maybe high C plus. All right, I think this is the last one for now. Uh, why don't we have Ricky start first? And I'm saying it for specific. Oh, audio listeners, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh, do not play this game with me because. I am horrible. I can't believe how bad I was at this game, but I actually enjoyed it, and I just kept taking Riff's lives. Ricky <laughs> sucks. And I don't mean like he's like slightly bad. I'm talking Bro. like every 15 seconds, you're like, stop it, getting hit, Ricky. It was bad. I couldn't believe it. I was like, what's going on right now? I think it's something with the Capcom games. <laughs> it's just with, dude, that, is that just games in general, Ricky? <laughs> this one in uh, DuckTales, I'm just like, why can't I beat these? Uh, Chris, Ricky wait, sucks. could you steal lives in this one? I forget. You can't. You, said, you, can you can't take lives. Yeah, you can't you can take, take their lives. Yes. Oh my god! So he was carrying us, and I just that. kept taking his lives. I mean, I absolutely loved this because it was two player, and you could carry the other person. I don't know if there was another game like that before that. That was you, great. And just throwing the character all the so time. Fun. It was so much fun. I would give it an A. Let's I go. This game. And you can hide in blocks. Like what a cool. Yeah, game. it was such a cool. Gabo. Cool game. Uh, no. So when we discuss about this, pod this podcast, what'd you call me? <laughs> yeah. And, and you told me about the Capcom games. Yes. I actually, I sit down and play that game <gasps> and I came to the conclusion oh, no. that's a D. No. 
Oh, you did it on purpose. You did it on purpose. That's a lie. No. Hey, look. Look, it's similar for me. It's similar like DuckTales. It's, it's not... I don't know, man. I didn't enjoy it. I will say the music is cool, but for me, it's a D. Cool, man. What? Uh, what? S plus for me. <laughs> S plus, my your favorite. favorite. Game by wow, a long shot. nice. Really? One of my, by a long shot. Also, it's one of my, my endless saga of me uh, bragging about what games... Easy, perfect run for me. On the, it's, really? like, it's like a 13-minute finish for me, I think. That, that's why it was wow. fun to play with. Them. I <laughs> love the game. So you were amazing at it, and Ricky was absolutely oh, I was garbage. Terrible. And every song, <laughs> every song is unique to the level, the overworld. Each song is just this fantastic, fun tune. All the songs don't really have like a sad feeling. They're very fun. Use overusement videos, um, just like the Phoenix resale one. I don't care what you guys say. S plus 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 plus. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was your rating? Oh, I, I give it a come on a B plus. B plus. I was a. Uh, you were A. That's right around here. And Gabo. Gabo. No. D okay. but, but your S D. might have dragged it up. Okay, guys. All that matters in the end, as we say every time, we tell you guys we finish. What was the top? What was the bottom? Bottom. Darkwing Duck. Oh no. I feel bad. That shouldn't have been on the bottom. Do we feel bad about this? Pretty low for it. I well, think it's better than hey, Chips and Dale. Someone I, has to lose. I think Trojan should have been down there. I've never played Chips and Dales. <laughs> yes, I agree, Trojan. Down. And number one, I'm still very happy about my second favorite, Little Nemo Dream Master. <laughs> Let's go. Dude, he, that was like a comeback. I didn't expect that one. Going for a complete collection? Is it a waste of money? Oh, okay. Ooh. So this is a conversation I really have been wanting to have for a while. Um, you know, we're in the collecting world. We've been doing this forever. Complete sets is a big thing. I feel like there was a big push in popularity in it for a long time. Kind of died out. Back up again. People doing it. Died in and out. I know a few people doing them. I know Retro Rick's going for. He has GameCube, N64, NES. And the reason I thought this would be an interesting topic with Gabo is because you are going for the NES set. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we are also now in a modern age with modding. Mm -hmm. So my first question to you is, you are going for complete NES. What in your head is the decision that made that happen that feels like a wise decision? Like, yes. Not saying it's not. That's not me saying it's not. What in your brain locked it like, okay, I'm going to do this. I know emulation exists. And also, I am going to pressure you. Are you even going to play the games all? So I will say that just because I know the internet will ask. Because there will be people that are like, that man's never going to play all those games. Oh, Whoa. Oh, jeez. Oh, okay. You okay over there? Um, it is fun. I'm doing for fun. Okay. For the passion. What passion? The passion of collecting. And no, I'm not going to play all those games. <laughs> it's, it's true. Well, that was I'm a very not, short answer. Yeah. Hey, Gabo, we brought you on to ask you this one question. <laughs> it's fun. No, wait, wait. Ricky? <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Who's going to have time to play, like, what, 700? Okay. So, why are you. So, is fun literally the only reason? That's your main motivator to collect well, them? Well, yeah, for me personally, it's a challenge. Okay. It is fun, it's an excuse to go out there. And you know, hunt for something. Got it. And also, it's, it's the collector in you. Yeah, it's the col collector journey. So, so the biggest question I have for you: Say you do do that, right? You get to this point, you accomplish them all, you spend a lot of money. Some would say waste a lot of money. Are you going Rico? to sell it off? I will say seventy-five percent yes. Twenty-five percent I'm gonna keep it, especially like the Bionic Commandos. Um. All the ones you can find anywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, I would say the, the games that people sign for me, because those are a remind 
you know, it reminds me of the journey. Unless, you know, I, I need to sell it because yeah. something happened. But, yeah, I'm going to, of course. Would, so, you, would you try to sell it as a whole lot or no? Ooh, I like that. Who knows? I'm, I'm not there yet, but probably. <laughs> Chris is going to be on the front line. <laughs> and if so, okay, how can got, I get your number? No. <laughs> well, no, because whenever people have a whole lot like that, a whole collection, it's usually the price goes up. It's like a full set at that point. So I didn't. Anytime I've seen full sets marked. Chris, they, ha, have, has anybody in this room ever completed an actual full set for any console? Plus, like, you know, plus, not for but consoles, not. but I, I'm trying to go for a full set of Garbage Pail Kids. Really? Uh -huh. Yeah, and it's the same concept. Like, I love collecting Garbage Pail Kids, so I have all the cards, and I like buying them individually or finding them. They're very hard to find, but in filling in gaps. So I like the same process of it. Yeah, so, and it's not for money. I just like collecting them. I like to fill in go. and have. I a think we set. we all agree can agree, we uh, we are collecting for fun. You know, for the passion, for you know having an excuse to go out there. So I guess the big question is, is the the actual question at hand? Is, so is there any big bangers in the garbage pail kid world that you have to buy? Let's say like in his world, if you're going to complete the set, you're going to have some hefty prices coming soon. Is that an actual good use of your money? That's not me saying it's not. Is that a wise decision? And I say this with love. Let me say this to everybody out there. Don't get offended. You have a family. Yeah. You have kids. Is it a, is it a good decision for you to do it? Or are you going to do it, get that rush, then sell it off immediately, return the money? I want both of you because both of you are going well, for complete. I mean, the garbage pail kids, they're... Most of the cards are like twenty bucks, so it's pretty easy to fill them in. But this there's is like no series like mega one. bangers. The mega bangers would be like um, Nasty Nick is one A, and then Adam Bomb. You guys all remember Adam Bomb? Yeah, yeah. I think he was like the, the poster child, right? Yeah, and the Nasty Nick one is worth like raw, like anywhere from like two to four hundred dollars a card. Wow. And the Adam Bomb is maybe the same, like two to four hundred. I didn't know he was going for them. I feel bad. I just yeah. sold off graded ones. No, did you really? <laughs> whatnot. But you can take it to extremes. Like I'm collecting them raw, right? But you could. There's people out there that are collecting full sets of garbage pail kids first series like graded okay. you know or you want first series graded 10 then yep. you're spending tens of thousands of dollars to get that so for me like money wise it's not a huge investment Got um it. so yeah i don't know it's just a fun little thing to kind of do on the side it's like okay so yours is easier yours is easier yeah. so gabo you're back you in the hot seat this? let's hear the oh put <laughs> those glasses on this? and tell me i have to put the glasses. is it a waste of money and you it's tell me it's a waste of money <laughs> it is <laughs> yes really yes Be Yes, because look at this way. If you are buying the games, let's talk about NES games, to play it, you can emulate those. Yeah. You can some of those games you can play on the Switch. Yep. It's gonna be cheaper. Right? So for example, me that I'm going to the full full set, like I told you guys, I'm not going to play all those games. Are you good? Are you, are you going to sell them when you're done then to make it like what is your goal when you're done financially to be like, OK, now I have 50. I don't know what a complete NES set would take. I mean, it depends. Like, are you going for the N.A. or are you going for all of it? Like, I, the well, BAL this is what system. I tell everybody. I cannot say I'm going to the full set because I'm not going to to buy uh, the sports game events. Yeah, I guess event. that, yeah. what's your limit? What's yeah, your limit? I think. I think I'm blessed that I can that I already jump ahead mm -hmm. getting little Samsung. I think after um, I Stadium that. events, that's the most expensive one, right? Yeah, I don't know. I can't yeah. tell you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just unless I'm wrong, so probably Ricky will know. 
But yeah, like I said, I'm gonna keep a couple, and the rest I'm gonna sell the rest. But is it fun, and does it make you happy? As you're doing happiness, it. of course. So <laughs> exactly, I, I think that's what it comes down. Yeah, to, that's right? that's. Does that's, it make your wife happy? <laughs> does she even know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was just kidding, but you can answer if you want to. Ding, ding, We got ourselves another ad for Apothecary, baby. Ready? Who wants to see socks? Are amazing. Shout out to Apothecary for being the first live ad reads, which is, by the way, a dangerous thing to trust us to just live read us an ad. Us lunatics. Ready? I'm, I'm going to pull out a sock. <laughs> Who gets the sock on this one? I Who's going to get it? Me, right? off camera. Curtis me. off camera. Oh, Curtis, <laughs> oh, you got Curtis? some beautiful green. Curtis, why don't you give us your honest, real thoughts? Well, Matches his shirt. Let me just it smell it first. You got to come in here, bro. Oh, okay. Hop off your stand. <laughs> there, he, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> nice and blown out. There you go. Oh, hey, great Woo. job showing those not oh. to the people. <laughs> Chris, what do you think of those socks? For real, for real. When I was putting them on, I loved the web part on the top of it. Nice. Right away, like it looked like a regular sock, and then when you pull it up, it's like webbed out. And we were like, oh, man, look at the breathability on this. Heck yeah, And Curtis bro. is like, yeah, no, your feet won't stink. Awesome. Link in description if you want to order them. Let them know Pixel Plus sent you. Oh. Yeah, it's a wonderful company, uh, Apothecary. Apothecary is pronounced, by the way, Apothecary. And it is your sneakers' favorite socks. Apothecary socks not only look great with all the sneakers and clothing in your closet, but they feel great on feet. Apothecary was founded by two sneakerhead product designers that wanted to create the best sock ever that matched with all of the pairs in their collection, but was also super comfy. Apothecary features a proprietary knit technology called ISO Weave. ISO Weave gives the socks incredible breathability, stretchiness, and they fit great. Apothecary socks come in a ton of different colors, sizes, and styles, but they also drop limited collections and collaborations every month that feature wild designs to fit your unique style. Check out Apothecary on their website, apothecary.com, and try out your sneakers' new favorite socks. Thank you. So I know this is kind of far out. Are you planning on, once that collection is done, switching over to SEN? SNES, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's my plan. Um... I already have some Super NES bangers. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, like I told you guys, I'm going to sell the 75%. Mm. I don't know prices because, to be honest, the majority of those games, I did use the brown card. Heck yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know what the brown card is? No. You know what the brown card, bro? The, all right, we're going to use it in We're going to talk about sure. this right now and get ready, internet, to be offended. For real, because yep. this is a real thing. Let's get offended. So <laughs> at Swamp Meets, I'm not even joking, multiple times, we have it on camera. We do. Have been to Swamp Meets where I say, how much? And they go, 15. Ricky asks, 10. It happened to my son, too, at a vendor. He asked how much. The guy said, like, 15. Another kid asked, he said, five. Literally have on camera another guy going, us going, how much? And he looks over and he goes, which one of you? And I go, why? He goes, the Mexican guy gets it cheaper. And I was like, What? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> but so Gabo calls it the brown card. And Gabo has kind of Gabo's kind of phrased it now towards like a thing in our community yeah. where he'll literally go to people and be like, hey, do you guys accept the brown card? And they'll be like, absolutely. <laughs> some some people give me the look. Like some people I hear before, like, that's racist. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, how can it be racist? It's all in good fun. I'm bro. brown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Towards me. But it's just and funny because I've had so many people get mad before on the yeah. show. And I'm like, listen, we've said it before on the show. We are the most diverse yeah. squad of knuckleheads <laughs> on the internet. There's every different culture and race and political opinion you could think of. So when people are like, you can't say that on the show, that's like offensive. I'm like, no, it's not. Where's the main camera over there? Where? Wait, uh yes, that one. Go hey, ahead, Gabo. Beautiful people. 
Relax. Yeah, there we go. Relax. One word of wisdom. wisdom. Oh, yeah. Be, be happy. happy. Yes. Happiness. Come on. Yeah, get get out from behind. Go go touch grass. I love when people say that. Go outside. Go touch grass. I love that. I heard that the other day. I was like, I like that. What were we talking about here? <laughs> now, uh, one of the things I was saying, like, does condition matter for you when you're doing your collection? Ooh. Um, No. No, because I got some games that the label is not that good. Mm-hmm. And... It doesn't matter to me. I just want to have it. Now a lot of people have a big stick about you signing, having people sign it. Like Gabo uh, doesn't have a big stick. No, it's. What? <laughs> I'm saying like now uh, you know. What's kind of a purpose that you feel behind that when you have somebody sign an expensive cart or something along the journey? It's the journey. Yeah. It's like uh, when finally I get the chance to have a big room. Yeah. A big game room and put everything on display. You know, when I look at them. It, it's memories. Do you want it? Why you want to buy like a, a bigger house and have like a big game room and all this and that? You know you One can do day. that if you didn't buy so many video games. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, I agree. It's true. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's true. Who uh, is signing your cards? The people you buy them from? Yeah, I mean, um, the rule is, the rule is, good deal, awesome, awesome deal. Yes, awesome person, good friend. Sign it. Make it part of the journey. Not yes. on the label, right? Whatever you want. Oh, See, so God. we have more of a label here. <laughs> so, oh, I can no. joke with you all I want, Gabo, but I, I, it's funny. I am all about the journey as well. I just I know don't hold are. the things as well. It's funny. So one thing I get the most flack for in my life is my tattoos. Because a lot of people are like, you don't have like a, a, a style or like an aesthetic. And I'm like, it's about the journey. And the best way to prove it is uh ricky why don't you tell me what happened in arkansas oh so uh <laughs> tell the full story so i think i don't know how, how it happened but rick somehow got retro rick retro rick sorry retro rick uh tried to convince aaron to get this tattoo actually i think you brought it up did you bring it up he brought it up he brought it up he's like hey dude i'll pay you uh money for, to put your uh, my game point the, the little logo on his arm and he paid him 400 bucks it was pretty cool. I, I didn't think it was going to happen. <laughs> you didn't did even it. think twice. I, oh, he's wow, sick. I still can't believe it. it. I'm, I'm ready for the next real estate ad for him. <laughs> hey, I'm taking offers. <laughs> but oh, it's dude. funny. I, I'm all, because that's my thing, is it's like the journey, the people who tattoo me, the way, their style, their this, oh, I'm not that good. I'm kind of an amateur. I'm like, cool, I'll be part of the story. Go ahead and do it. It's what my <laughs> body is full of whatever. I have a stick and poke tattoo with a guy who did it in his room. Let me, with, let me see it. This one, there you go. Well, the audience can be able to see it. So uh, it's not good. That doesn't make for good. I love the guy, though, what he told you. Yeah. What he say? He's like, you ever got a tattoo by one arm guy? Yeah. <laughs> and, and he was great. His name was Blake. Awesome guy. I've never met him. We walked next door to get the tattoo. Rick's like, all right, bro. Hey, got a thing. You want to get, I'm going to, pay, I'll pay for the tattoo. And I'll give you 400 bucks to get my logo tattooed. Wow. And I was like, cool, man. Sounds fun. Let's do it. So we go next door to go to get the tattoo. The guy's sitting down. He's talking. He's like, all right, man, we're going to do the tattoo. I'm like, let's do it. Pay the man. Let's go. I go to go over to the tattoo area, and he stands up, and I see he has like a half hand. But And he is obviously, there's nothing wrong with talking about real things. He was like the coolest guy ever. Totally awesome. fun about it. He's like, you ever got a tattoo from a guy with a mutant hand? So fun. And I love people like that, oh, yeah. that are real people that aren't like, hey, did you, did you look at it? Did you say that? It's like, no, that's part. If anything, I started talking to him about it, and he loved that I was talking to him about it. He even showed me he had a, a baby, like, doll leg, 
like this big. And he's like, dude, I had to wear that when I was a kid. And it ended up opening us like this big conversation. We became good friends. I got his number and I'm like this. That's what I like my tattoos to be a big story about the journey. So I get it. I can now I don't feel bad to having a, a pixel game squad logo. Oh, well, you're going to have to get that removed. <laughs> <laughs> Make it say pixel plus. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. You got to get nice. one, bro. <laughs> on my forehead. Oh, <laughs> oh. So, yeah. One of my favorite parts of that whole story of you getting your tattoo was Retro Rick's wife was actually like, yeah, you got to do it. And she's like opening she the register it. for That's Rick awesome. to get the cash. To yeah. get to Rick him. walks over with 400s and he's just like, all right, man, let's do it. And I was like, all right, dude, cool. I'm in. Ricky, where's your tattoo? Oh, yeah, I got it right. No, I don't have a Ricky tattoo. Ricky wants a tattoo. He just, he's scared. He's going to get in trouble. I, I, I shouldn't even say it. <laughs> yeah, you could say it. It's just I, my mom's never wanted me to have tattoos. Like she, there was a whole thing with like my uncles having tattoos. Because they were like gang members. Yeah. So I, I mean, I I wouldn't get obviously get something. Like that. I get like the dorkiest thing. Like yo, I got Mario. <laughs> like you know, my but, mom either. But my, yeah. Oh, my parents are different. I'm going next weekend with my dad to get tattoos. Ooh, <laughs> see, that's oh, awesome. That's sick. And my mom awesome. will like she'll see it. She'll be like, oh, will you get another one that has to do with me, please? And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Game collecting tips and tricks. Ooh, okay, so I want everyone to stop right now. Everybody's heard the same tips and tricks. You boys better have brought me your A game with a tip and trick for game collecting. I don't want none of these boo-boo answers that we've heard on every boring YouTube video. Here's a trick you didn't know. Bring cash. It's like, no, no. <laughs> I want to hear. You got a good one, Gabo? Oops. Ooh. Of course. Well, I'm going to give you a hand now because I know it's going to be good. What is it? Do we, we, uh, yes? Just in general or negotiate on the spot? Tips and tricks, bro. Anything. You better think that little cute white head of yours right now. <laughs> Go ahead, Gabo. What you got? The brown car. Oh, <laughs> no. We talked Dude. about it. I knew you were going to say that, too. <laughs> of course. Okay, so let's say it. Does it play to your advantage You as 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 a, a, a Puerto Rican? I mean, To Latin, play into the Latin. culture. Hola, yeah. compano. Does that play into your bartering, honestly? Yeah. It happens, you know, you're being there. Oh, I've seen it. Yeah, so for some reason, the Latin people feel more comfortable making business with somebody that speaks the same language. That's okay. So, I, so, I, I, I guess. You're not going to get in trouble, bro. Say whatever you want to say. Sure? Absolutely. <laughs> if you're Asian, use the yellow card. Oh, my gosh. No! <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, <laughs> so, okay. So, what are Curtis and I supposed to do? <laughs> I hate y'all. Did you vote for Trump, too, this weekend? Well, <laughs> like, what, what's our camaraderie? Like, did you eat a hot dog and mashed potatoes this weekend? What What is me and Curtis? What, what's the white card? I mean. You got to go to white vendors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. No wonder why we got such good deals in Arkansas. <laughs> no. That's amazing. There you go. Ricky, I mean, R Ricky can speak to it, too. Does the brown card work in your favor? It does. It, I know it does. It really does. I'm, I, I'm not going to lie. It it does. Remember when we went with Jer? There was this sweet Halo oh. Xbox. Dude, he went to ask. He's like, oh, and he's 40 like, bucks. And he's like the whitest guy ever. Like yeah. in the carnigan. He's like, how, how are you doing? For, how much for this? He's like, $40. And Jer's like, rip off. And I go up and like, hey, jefe, cuanto cuesta? <laughs> and he's go. like, Ten dollars. I was like, what? No, no. I wow. see it with Ricky often. Ricky will be like, you know, he'll have like a regular T-shirt on, hat for, and he's like, how much? And then he asks, and then they say, and he doesn't like the price. And I see Ricky put on the hoodie, the hat backwards, and he goes into his completely different mode and asks, gets a better deal. It's a real thing. I don't you care know what, what anybody it, says. You know what? It pissed me off. What? When we are in the SWAT meet, and I start talking in Spanish with Ricky. Yeah. And he answer in English, <laughs> but when we get to the to the 
to make the deals. He started talking Spanish like very, very, with the very Mexican accent. Yeah, Hola. Ricky's good. Oh, yeah. Let's hear it, Ricky. Your best vendor approach. Right now, you see on the edge of the table a big Pokemon plushie. You see All a right. bunch of them. But All you right. really want, Gabo, you play the vendor. Ready? <laughs> You're walking up. Walk up right now. Wait, audio listeners. Pásele, pásele. Hola, jefe, ¿cómo está? Bien, ¿y usted? Uh, ¿Cuánto por todo esto aquí? Uh, unos uh, 50 varitos. Uh, toma 30, por favor. Uh, no, mi hijo, 40. Okay. You know what's so funny about that? It's from being at Golden West, I can follow what they're saying. And my Spanish is like so nil. Like I hardly understand any of it. But David said, would you take 50, yeah. 30? They agreed at 40, I believe, was what you said. Yeah. And I followed that whole thing. And it's like, you, I, I just go up, like, call him Chief. Like, what's up, Chief? Kind of like, like too. what up, boss? Did you follow it? I, like, felt like I was in that conversation. I probably would have fumbled the ball real quick if I tried to jump in. But I felt pretty comfortable in that. Yeah, like, my Spanish has increased so much from just going to Golden West and oh, listening yeah. to that. And now what I do is I actually go and I'll try to talk minimal Spanish to vendors. But I will negotiate. I know all the numbers pretty yeah. well. So I can do it pretty well. So It, it sounds weird. And it helps. I think it does. It sounds weird to me because in the Golden West, there's a lot of Asian vendors, too. Oh, yeah. A lot. Yep. And and what about Latins? It's, I, I will say it's, it's between 25, 25, and 25. Oh, the vendors? Yeah. Yeah. Percent, like 25% yeah, yeah, yeah. white people, 25%. I don't know, Gabo. I don't see color, man. Oh. It's a very diverse. Uh, it's very diverse. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, I think our, our our community at Golden West is so diverse, and it makes it yeah. a fun experience. We're literally just a bunch of ragtag team of every different type of person you can think of, and I freaking love it. One of my sticks is like when I walk up to a vendor and like literally I Howdy, see a, yeah I see a, I see something I like, and they go oh this guy comes up and then they start looking it up right in front of me. They're like oh yeah this will go for more, and somebody else walks up and it's cheaper, and I'm like. Yeah, bro. Take it. Take it and accept it. All right, what you got, Chris? Come on, give us a good, or do you want me to go first? Are you ready? I'll go. I mean, my, my main thing is really just rapport. Like, just walking up to a vendor and just saying, how much? And then they give you a price, and then I'll give you half of that. Like, never really seems to pan out. Okay. I mean, the best deals I've ever gotten, and especially for, like, game collecting, is really, like, digging deeper, building rapport, talking to the vendors, or talking to whoever uh, you might be buying from and finding out, you know, maybe they... You know, you go to a garage sale, maybe up in the attic, there's a whole thing yeah. of games. But you wouldn't know unless you talked to them and built up a rapport and stuff. So I felt that that has been the best thing for Define me. Define rapport in the dictionary for anybody who doesn't know what that means. Well, just building like a good relationship, talking. Okay, good. And... I had no idea what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting here like, uh, how do I Google this without him looking? Uh, yeah, just good relationship building. Like really, you know, and we all do it, you know, like uh, yeah. just, just talking and Build, yeah, again, building that good relationship has okay. worked out the best for me. Not just at the flea market, but in like all aspects of collecting. Got it. Yeah. Okay. One of my favorites would be, and this is a good one for anybody because I know a lot of times people go, hey, that's not fair. You guys, you know, clearly have the ability now to buy a lot of stuff. Hey, you guys must have got good jobs or something. You guys are buying a lot of stuff. So if you don't have money, I think this is the best tip that nobody ever talks about. You have skill. You have a living. You do something for work. You're good at something in the world. Use that as a bartering, as a bartering system. And I've seen people do it in, let's say like I knew a chiropractor, and this is a real example. Chiropractor, this guy came in to the chiropractor, I don't have a lot of money, I work for this company like Quicksilver. Well shoot, chiropractor is a surfer here. Okay, well that's fine, 
what, 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 can, what can you do? He's like, what if I bring you a new wetsuit every season and board shorts and this and that? You can help them with things you have. For me, say I didn't have a lot of money. Oh, shoot. Oh, perfect example. I one time had a guy that was going door to door offering to paint a house. And it was back when I didn't really have a lot of money. And I was like, eh, I don't really want to paint my house. I don't really want to spend that much money, you know, 25 grand, blah, blah, blah. And I started thinking as he's talking and I'm like, hmm. And I just shot my shot and I'm like, do you guys have like a, like a promo video or a website or social media? And he's like, no, we don't have any of that. And I'm like, you want, you want it? And he's like, I would love to have that stuff. And I'm like, if you paint my house for free, I will do that. I'll build you a website. I build you a video. I'll go out on site and film you painting houses, making to a clean, nice video. So the same can go with even swap meet vendors. You can do that. If you know a vendor, you start talking every week, you're low on cash, go, dude, I don't have money for that, but I'm really good at carpentry. Do you need help building something? I can help build some really nice tables for the swap meet for you. It can be anything. And I think that's one of the most useful tools if you don't have money because everybody's skilled at something. Even if it's something you don't, whether you can cut hair, whether you can do, I don't know what it, well, Gabba, what are you really good at? I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> You'll think of it by the end of it. One of my so. grandpa says, he always says, uh, you'll always have a job if you know how to work with your hands. And like, like what you're saying is your tip is basically what your trade is, right? Yes. Like something that you can offer as a service to be able to get yeah. something in return. Yeah. And I mean, it can be literal trade if you want to, like games or clothing or toys or whatever it is. But I'm talking about your specific actual, you know, skill. Right. Yeah. Ricky, you better come at me with a heater, bro. I want my mind to be blown and I never want to oh, game hunt the same again. I already used the brown wow. card, so you can. Yeah, I can't even use that anymore. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love that's how they, they both relied on that <laughs> topic. <laughs> this is our best shot. <laughs> nah, I guess for me, it's more like letting people know what I want. I don't care how, how much of a dork they think I am, but it, like half the people, like for the longest time, didn't even know what I collected. Finally told like some of my cousins are like, oh my gosh, dude, I got all these games. You got you have to get I'll, I'll give them to you. I'm like, oh, what do you have? They're like, oh, uh, box N64, box games. I'm like, hold so I'm trying to save that for our episode. So we might go we might go to our relatives' house and they have a pick through. That's what I like to hear. I think so, one of the but, things that people miss out on a lot that you do very well is you bundle. I right, do love Ooh, the, bundle. the bundler. Yeah, T tips on that, man. When you can bundle a lot of things together, you can save some money. Yeah, you yeah. can. You, you know have to be I mean? willing to spend a little money if you're a bundler too. But I like your tip about letting people know. Yeah. I feel like that was talked about in the early days of YouTube, yeah. and then it kind of stopped being talked about. And that is like literally tell family, friends, swami people, like you said, walk up to them. Yeah. Hey, you got this? I like this. But mix it with rapport. The new word that yeah, I Yeah, the two yeah. of those. I mean, you've been doing that a lot at Golden West recently, like letting people know, and then they're bringing stuff specifically for you. Yes, but, great... you, but you have to be willing. That's one where you have to be willing to pay a little, like I said, because nothing bothers them more. They dig it out. They search it out. They look for it for a week. They bring it to you, and you're like, that's ah, nah. You almost have to pay exactly what they want. Pretty much. Or they're like, Are okay, we you're Dusty? done. <laughs> yeah, they cut you off. <laughs> so Dusty at the swap meet was so funny. We we always pay, I wouldn't say like high on Dusty, but we pay pretty close to what his stuff's worth. No one else will pay him that much. No one else will. I mean, that's yeah. a good tactic too, is just paying. Sometimes you pay the price well, well, of what well, it, don't negotiate because you might lose that contact. And I'll do that a lot too. Exactly. I'll be like, okay, I know this is a little bit high, but I'm just going to do it yep. just because. When we did that recently, we did that. And we paid pretty close, but he gave us a pretty decent deal on this one. And we were selling it all on whatnot. 
and he was in the room, and right when he was in there, go figure, some of the items went for higher than they should have. Thank you. Whoever did that, you never have to do that, but the stuff went for higher. And we see Dusty pop in there, and he's like, all oh, the prices just doubled at the swap meet. <laughs> Dusty, <laughs> Dusty pops into he, your what? He no. popped in, bro. Does we got that celeb really? status. Wow. They didn't see it, so I ended up seeing a screenshot he, and sent it to the boys, and I was like, look what Dusty said. <laughs> he he it, showed it to his doctor, and I was like, you son of a gun. Dang, Dusty would get us. But he's one of those guys, again, we're building rapport through also cash but again use my tip if you don't have that cash hey thanks for bringing it all but i can help you with this i know how to cook i'll come make a dinner tonight yeah I, just to talk about like we build blake and i you know blake yeah. and i it's funny because blake and i are hunting you guys are always hunting the little groups we cross over but blake and i built rapport with dusty and most recently like we went to his place he doesn't like to have people there he said but we did we went there he hooked us wow. up with a good deal the but he was like dust ball huh? yeah so i mean that's just that relationship building and a lot of the deals that i do now are like behind the scenes deals like that got it yeah. that's why you avoid us we're with a camera everywhere <laughs> <laughs> One of, another one of your speculation deals. What would you end up getting there? From Dusty? Yeah. Bunch of t-shirts, and I actually bought like $2,000 worth of CDs. Nice. Oh, my god. Audio gosh. CDs, which I've talked about CDs on here before. But That's they so have been brutal selling, for me. I've been selling a lot of those CDs for $50 to $100 a piece. Have you made your money back yet? Probably, Dusty, are you Probably listening? I'm pretty close. <laughs> I've only been selling them for about a week. Yeah. Wow, wow. They were really good audio CDs. Like... More obscure, like rock. Uh, I have such a hard time paying high money for CDs, even if I know they're worth money. I don't know if I just suck at flipping them or what it is, but my brain just doesn't work. Well, there was a thousand of them. I bought them for two dollars. That scares it me was, even more. It was it was the biggest CD purchase I've ever done. Wow. It was two thousand dollars for the CDs, but again, I didn't know. I couldn't look them all up, so I just took a chance on it. Yeah. But I've no. been selling them for ten, twenty, thirty, fifty, a hundred dollars a piece. A lot of them. Even if I was a seller, I wouldn't let you look them up. Like I don't have time to watch you. <laughs> no, look I don't have time to do that. that. No, you just take a shot. Now, over time, have you has uh, I'm going to ask each one of you guys. It, has your approach to your tips and tricks changed? Yes. I think that I've pretty much built all of mine on relationship at this point because you can mix in any sort of tip, but I just have learned that if you can get that vendor to be happy to see you, you'll get a better deal. Right. And there's, you know, one of the ladies there that she used to not love me. I could tell she'd kind of, kind of back out a little bit every time, but now I can see it. I can visibly see it when we're walking over they like me and you're like, oh, like almost like get the hair like a little <laughs> bit ready, like kind of smile like and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like they know we're coming. And the guy always says hi to you too. Hey, Ricky. Hey. You know, it's one of the first books we go to. But uh, relationship for me has just kind of taken over everything. It's true. Yeah. And I've developed guys? that over the years, yeah. too. I mean, probably 10 years ago. I'm a lot better at it now than I was 10 years ago. And it's just a skill you kind of it, yeah. it's just relate. It's just general human interaction. You just yep. get better at like, yeah, we're negotiating over an item for price. But I'm also more interested in knowing like who you are. Tell me about Absolutely. your story. Like that's a big key component to it. And you'll end up getting a lot better prices on things once you build the relationship. Absolutely. Like that. What are you smiling about over there? Gabo? <laughs> nah, I want to hear Gabo's it. like, screw <laughs> that. You just take just the take card. Brown card. <laughs> brown card only. <laughs> Yeah. Fails, I'm, out. I'm thinking about my brown car. I never change it. It's always the same. It's like I never had to build a relationship. No, but, but you know, go, go for ahead. It. No, no, you're good. Go for it. I, I, I agree with him saying like I was going to add like one of the tip two is like always be honest. Yes. Like I love when you are buying something and you say, you know, I'm going to sell this. Yeah. I love that, uh, and I think the sellers love that too. They do. If I'm a seller, the audience will, doesn't like it, but the sellers like yes, it. Yes, if if I'm a seller, I would love to hear that because you're being honest. Yes, and of course, being nice, you know, try to 
like you guys say, like build a relationship. Yeah. So I think, yeah, that's a that's a good tip too. Yeah, and, and I, like I said, I think that that they really love that, which is really yeah. important. It's, it's kind of a bittersweet thing though because the audience that watches YouTube videos doesn't necessarily like that. They think it comes off as slimy, which I understand, but the seller rapport is really important. I love that I know that word now. I'm like using it every minute. Yeah. It's a good word. You guys have a good report? Everybody yeah. One of the biggest suggestions I have out there is to look at Gary V, who's somebody who's been very notorious. He has this thing called trash talk. You literally build nothing and come into something. Yeah. Right. You start with five dollars, you turn it into hundreds of dollars. Right. And that's just something that like all of us have learned over time. It's like it doesn't matter what price you pay. It's like it's just a yeah. journey and also trying to build a business off of nothing. I don't follow him, but I did see a short come up one time of him saying, like, if you make under one hundred thousand dollars and you're not happy, quit your job. And it's he's like, because advice. he's like, you could make it so easily flipping. And I was like, wow. I saw that, too. Yeah. That was a really good little clip. I don't watch his show either, but I, don't, I saw that. Yeah. And it's very, very true. You can easily make $100,000 just flipping stuff. I know. And I don't, I'm not saying that to anybody, making anyone feel uncomfortable financially no. or anything like that. But I will just say that everybody I know that has done that serious has been like, hey, I'm going to flip and I'm going to take it seriously. Everyone, including... I can name 10 of my friends who have done it who have immediately made over six figures. Yeah, and you can do it while still having a job, too. It's not yeah. Even, yeah. You can All of us, really. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> Damn, I, 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 commit, really I made the jump. I no longer have a job. Yes, I, Gabo? I really need to quit my job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you, but you don't sell, bro. <laughs> Is that Airbound? <laughs> yeah, bro. Is that, real? <laughs> that is real. Earthbound. It's real. Right there. No, no. Audio no. Reproduction box, guys. This is yeah, the yeah. green oh. screen. Yeah. <laughs> Agree or disagree? Let's go! <laughs> it's always my here. I, I love this. I'm sorry. I love this game too much. Gabo, the rules will be explained to you as they are to the audio listeners out there. We hold up signs. Thumbs up if you agree. Thumbs down if you disagree. We will make sure and let the audio listeners know as well so they feel informed. Can I keep this? No. Mm -hmm. All right. And Curtis will guide our statements. Curtis, hit us with our first one, bro. All right. Konami is better than Capcom in the 90s. <laughs> uh, Konami better than Capcom, Capcom. in the 90s. I am going to say disagree. Disagree. Disagree Ricky. from Gabo. Disagree. Four disagree. Okay, so what are some of the better Konamis? We got the Castlevanias. Mega Man 2, Mega Man 3, Strider. I said Konamis. Oh, sorry. And also in the 90s. Um, hello, Contra? Contra. Contra. Great. Contra, Super Contra Castlevania. Super Castlevania 4. So we're saying Konami is better. <laughs> no, 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 no. I no. love when we do this and agree or disagree. We start talking ourselves out of our answers. I think it really comes to con for me, anyways. Contra versus like Mega Man, because I feel like those are the best two that they had to offer. Okay. Castlevanias are pretty good, but if I had to choose, as much as I love Contra, I'd probably take the Mega Man series. Over. Wow. Sunset Riders. Well, well that's not. Well, yeah, that is nineties. That is nineties. Right. That's rough, man. It, they are such powerhouses. I don't know. My brain was thinking 8-bit. Now that I really am thinking, I feel like 8-bit really held Capcom for me together. But I feel like when I went into Super Nintendo days, that that Super Nintendo sound of that... That is with That, I think, that is the start. Oh, man, I'm thinking of more games in my head. That is the start of many of my favorite, favorite games in the Super Nintendo. Turtles in Time. I, oh, Lord. <laughs> Which one? Turtles in Time. Man, I, I didn't think it was. So I'd say NES would be Capcom. Yeah. Super Nintendo would be Konami. But I think the ones I enjoyed the most are probably Konami. I'll have to switch the thumbs up. Konami. Konami holds it for me. Now, I was thinking NES in the beginning. Everyone's still holding I, I, I say uh, Super NES? I'd probably still say, I'd say Capcom. So okay, okay. I still solid no. Okay. You know why? Yes, Street, sir, why? Street Fighter. 
Street Fighter too. Yeah, you are a Street Mega, Fighter Mega head. Man. Demon's Crest. Demon Ooh, Crest. Demon's Crest. I Dang love it. Demon's Crest well, so, so much. Demon's that's oh, difficult. That's a difficult dude, one. There's just there's it's too good. Oh uh, yeah, that's a rough one. I think that's a, that's that is a please let us know in the comments wherever you're just watching. Can I do this? No, you cannot. Uh, that's the weak <laughs> way out. Curtis hit us, baby. Alrighty. Nostalgia changes the way we see our childhood games. Yeah. True. Yeah. It's true. I'm not liking this green and red all it's around. All, all, all agree. Agree. I mean, nostalgia is such a weird thing because it, it's so much more than just the game, right? It, it's your life around you. And I feel like when you were a kid, almost everything is played in differently than it was. You can take in arguments at the house differently. You can take in real life issues with going to war or big things that may be happening. When you're a kid, it hits so differently. So I think playing games as a kid was such a true time, no matter what was going on in the world, of like this innocence, of this purity, of this like vastness of everything is so big, which is, I mean, we've said it before on the show, we, we've named multiple games that we've gone back to and we're like, crap, that game actually sucks. Goldeneye. Yes. What about you, Gabba? What do you think? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I I was actually just talking with my brother about this last night. So I was playing Kingdom of Tears. I'm playing it with my son. And I'm tears talking, of the Kingdom. King Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> Kingdom of Game Tears. 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 I think I've been saying Kingdom of Tears for a while. <laughs> oh, no. He's been flexing on social media. Yeah, I'm really good at Kingdom of Tears. <laughs> but I absolutely love Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Love it. Love you know Breath of the Wild. I mean, yeah. they are probably some of the best top three best Zelda games. But I'm talking with my brother about the best Zelda games that are there, uh, that are that exist. And for me, it's always Zelda 1. Now, if you compare the original Zelda to Tears of the Kingdom, I mean, it's kind of like mind-blowingly, like you would, you would on paper or in-game be like, well, this is a much better game, Tears yeah. of the Kingdom. But because of my nostalgia for Zelda 1, I'm like, that is the number one best yeah. Zelda game, is Zelda 1. Because it was like, I was a kid. I was like six years old and playing that. So. I think I think it's also okay though that nostalgia does play into it, right? Like I think it it is just part of that ecosystem of gaming because I've said him before, even relating to a new game, you know, Super Mario Odyssey. I liked it more because my kids got to experience it and they were happy about it. And I saw their emotions, so I'm sure in 40 years I'll have that same nostalgia attached to that game. So as much as I want to say like I hate it when we're wearing like nostalgia goggles, right? But I feel like it's valid that to wear nostalgia goggles, right? Like us doing a tier list. We rank Capcom NES games and all of us are like, dude, that game sucks. Oh, no, that game's good. But really, all it comes down to is that the it, your opinion is so changed and biased dependent on what you experienced when you played it. And I think as much as it, yeah, it does play a part in effects, it's, it's valid to do that. All of us are here because of nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And all of us, we met because of that. Gaming. gaming. All through the gaming. Yeah. I History. feel like that's what I actually sell in my stores more than anything. Isn't the stuff? Yeah. Yep. It's not even the games. It's memories that people have and they come in yeah. and they walk into my stores and they go, oh my gosh, this brings back so much memories. I hear that all the time. They're in there and a lot of times, you know, they're buying stuff. And that's your time to come and go, and that game's on sale. <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like that for a while yeah, with I the stores. That. Like that's really that's awesome. what, what it is. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. We got ourselves another ad read right It's a sponsor time right it's now sponsor. for Apothecary. Wow. <laughs> Who owns Apothecary? 
Apothecary, Seth Fowler, and other great sneakerheads. Got who's gonna get the sock this time? Like, who gets the sock? Ricky, 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 dude. I'm not gonna lie. Special edition cream. That is legit. Ricky, give us your honest, pure thoughts. Don't lie to the audience about what you feel about the sock upon impact. Hold it, Ricky. Feel it. Sniff it. Give it a good feel. What do you think about the sock? Great sock. You should see my socks. My socks. <laughs> Your I socks wear. sock. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, hey. Hold that joke. No? What, hey. One thing about this, though. Their socks are awesome, but their sweaters are legit. Yeah, Apothecary has great clothing in general. And that's not us just saying it because they were the first amazing people to sponsor live read ads from Pixel Plus. Who dares do that? We are stupid. <laughs> Why do you yeah. look at me like that? You know I am stupid. <laughs> no, you're not. Apothecary is pronounced, by the way, apothecary, and it is your sneakers' favorite socks. Apothecary socks not only look great with all the sneakers and clothing in your closet, but they feel great on feet. Apothecary was founded by two sneakerhead product designers that wanted to create the best sock ever that matched with all of the pairs in their collection, but was also super comfy. Apothecary features a proprietary knit technology called ISO Weave. ISO Weave gives the socks incredible breathability, stretchiness, and they fit great. Apothecary socks come in a ton of different colors, sizes, and styles but they also drop limited collections and collaborations every month that feature wild designs to fit your unique style check out apothecary on their website apothecary.com and try out your sneakers new favorite socks thank you for real also tell them that we sent you tell them pixel plus sent you friends is the greatest sitcom ever made Ooh, Friends is the greatest sitcom. I, Ricky and I's wives have some very heavy attachment to that. Yeah. Okay, can someone maybe give me some other sitcoms before I say my name? My, my first two. The, oh, go ahead, Ricky. It's because he, he didn't watch a lot of sitcoms, though. Like, I want to throw The Office in there. Yep. Because I love The, the Office. The best. That one's the best. <laughs> For me, the two that I love. Wait, wait, wait. We, need, we need to tell oh. people are, 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 are... Are you going to say Seinfeld? Okay, so we need to say our... our, our, our what okay, we okay. Gabo oh. disagree. I disagree. Chris disagree. Ricky disagree, I think. I, I disagree. Just I'm gonna say agree because it's it's the best one in my wheelhouse, but I'd like to hear from you guys what you guys like better. Can I count Walking Dead? No, that is <laughs> not, not a <laughs> Well, I will say no because the scene song is the best one. Does that count? Uh, no, Chris no, is looking really. like what no, an no, no. idiot. Do uh, you, did you ever even watch a sitcom? You yeah, can, you can like tell what? a novella if you want. Uh, like what, my, You know my memory. A tele- telenovela? Mexican sitcom. He does have a sitcom. He's just trying to think Chavo. of a Mexican That's his sitcom, sitcom right there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> El Chavo is the best one. Okay, so you, you like know a, about El Chavo? I only know it because you've said it a hundred times around well, me. <laughs> all, all the Latin people out there slash brown people out there, they know what is El Chavo. Okay. So for me, that's the greatest one. <laughs> it's like I'm saying all white people know no, what friends dude. is. <laughs> how many how many years uh, Chavo has was life like from '69 to what what is, what is the how did, what is the name? It's of a it? sitcom like a com- Chavo. 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 It's, it's like a oh El Chavo. Yeah. El Chavo is it the red El thing? Yeah, he wears like the red. Uh, that's the Chapulin. Oh, that's, that's, Chapulin. Yeah. that's another character. Oh man, they're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> it is the same character though. Oh, same see? actor. He's the same actor. <laughs> okay, R- Ricky, I want to hear you. What's your better sitcom? All right, so my better sitcom was like it was like a I love Seinfeld. Okay, but The Office is where it's at for me. Yeah. Okay, something about Dwight Schrute. I just I, I can't get enough. That of wasn't life. a series. No, that was a sitcom. It was on TV. Dude, it was so good. I I I didn't like it until Reese, like probably like within the next last three four years. I don't know something like that. But before I didn't watch it. But once I started watching it, I the couldn't get enough of it. The Office is so good. What Dude, you got 
I mean, I lo- I actually love Friends. I've watched it. A okay, ton. it's super so super great? good. I great. like uh, Seinfeld is really good, but okay. I also loved like back in the day. Loved Married with Children was so oh, yeah. good. So good. So Married okay. with Children was just so, so ahead does, of like, its time. Family Matters count as a sitcom. I- Yes. I would assume. Yeah, like George Lopez or if, like Because if we're talking like TGIF, I'm going TGIF is better because I loved me some Boy Meets World. I watched every Family Matters during COVID. I, you, I, the audience was going to have to tell me if that's a sitcom or not. If it is, then Family Matters wins. If it's not, Friends to me is the, I just the way it made me laugh. The Ross, Chandler, Phoebe, Monica, their, their chemistry, I feel like is very hard to recreate. In any current time, would, would you consider uh, Malcolm in the Middle being a sitcom as well? I don't know. That's a hard oh, question. That was pretty there. good. Great I think show. That was a sitcom. That was really yeah, that was a, can, that was a good I one. I cannot too. believe. Yes, I cannot. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I cannot believe anybody here mentioned French Prince. Oh, I liked French Prince a lot. For me, that's the best that's one. Now my memory is coming back. So that's the best one for me. That's awesome. Did you see the one where he slapped the guy? <laughs> I say that every one the reference. Yeah. All right, what's the next one? <laughs> All, right. All right. The next one we're going to go with stealth games are boring. Oh, stealth games like Metal Gear Solid? Yeah. Trash. Thumbs up. Ooh, and followed by Chris is a thumbs down. Oh, Assassin's Creed would also be stealthy. Yeah. Okay, keep going. I got a thumbs up. Splinter that, they're, that they're trash? That they're, they're boring. Stealth games are boring. I actually really enjoy him. Okay. So I'm the only one with thumbs. I am really the odd man out today. Yeah. I'm going to get so much hate in the audience I, for today. I already know it. Let's hope. I wasn't going to say anything until you said Assassin's Creed. I was like, oh, I actually like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I don't like Assassin's Creed. That is Ooh. one I don't. But I do love Metal Gear Solid a ton. It's one of my favorite games. And I did love Splinter Cell, which was pretty stealthy. That was too. pretty Splinter good. Splinter Cell was awesome. I, I like the first Metal Gear on the Nintendo and uh, the NES. Uh, It took me years to really I'm going to get so much hate for it But I just remember there was so many that I tried Going all the way up to the the PlayStation uh, Like PlayStation recent Metal Gear Solid something I don't even know what it was And like I love the original one on the NES And the three ones that I tried after was like three of them I just couldn't Maybe it's my ADD You guys know me I was like hiding behind something Someone finds me start over Hiding behind And every time I was like Just let me stab him in the throat like I just want to play. <laughs> like I just want to play. I'm not here to do a hide and seek simulator. I, I know everybody loves. It. I know there's a new one that got announced. Everyone's hyped on a remake, but just actually funny because we have that conversation the other day. Yeah, we did. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Gabo sent me a picture of the new one being announced. The, He's like the remake. Sweet, and I sent him a gif of someone throwing something in the trash. Yeah, <laughs> but. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, but do you enjoy, like, you know what what stealth missions I really, really enjoy? What? The Call of Duty ones when you're in the grass ghillie suits. Okay, that's true. I'm like, dear God, don't kill me. And you're just crawling but around. But it's not a stealth That is stealth, completely. It's not a complete it's but a stealth mission. level. But it's stealth it's level. A, it's level. Those are the ones I like yeah. the best. So that maybe that's what it is. Maybe Ricky hit it on the head. Maybe I can't handle a stealth game. I can handle stealth missions. What about you? Well, even sometimes those are tedious. Like, I'm a huge Far Cry fan. Like, I love the Far Cry okay. series. It's not a stealth game by any means, but then yeah. every once in a while you would have to do a stealth mission. And I absolutely dreaded the stealth <laughs> missions in that. I did. I was like, oh, I did all the other ones, and now I have to do the stealth. So I'm not always a huge fan of it. I think I just really love the Metal Gear Solid. So you just don't, you wouldn't say overall that you think they're boring like me? Well, like Assassin's Creed, I, I never have played those probably because they're stealth games. So I'm kind of in between only because okay. Metal Gear Solid. So you're I more of this love. question as is a, is Metal Gear Solid boring because it's a solid. yeah and I right I love Metal Gear Solid so that okay. changes it for that's me. solid I like that all right Ooh. we're gonna go on our next one The Rock is a good actor 
Thumbs down for me. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Thumbs down from Riffo. Gabo, thumbs down. Let me hear it. Ricky likes him. Thumbs uh, up. I'm gonna say thumbs down. I, I I like the guy, but I just I he plays the same same person in all his movies. Okay, so we got a lot of thumbs down. Somebody else explain so I don't be the only one talking too much. He he just say it. It's like, dude, the rundown was the same as him in Fast and the Furious. Jumanji was actually really funny, but it's still kind of the same character. Walking tall. It's just rock. It's, it's just the, the rock. Just the rock. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's in like, Fast and Furious, it's the rock. Yeah. Same thing. It's like Hulk Hogan. When he's playing, when he's acting, do you see anyone but Hulk Hogan? Mr. Nanny. Yeah, that's pretty much all you can see. I, I just, I don't know. So I used to have this conversation with my dad. I was like, dude, remember like the 80s and 90s bad boys? Like you had Stallone and Van Damme and Schwarzenegger, right? We had these big dudes that were just like defined badass, right? Like these guys are bad to the bone. Yeah. And I feel like when I go now, people are like, yeah, dude, we have like this guy in the rock. And I'm always like, eh, like I know they are big, bad mothers. You know, they can chop your head off with a swift kick. But something about them doesn't land to me as what they're supposed to be portraying. Does that make sense? Like when yeah. I watch Stallone hang from a helicopter, I'm like, dang, bad to the bone. Schwarzenegger, dang. When I see The Rock doing it, it's more just like a passing moment. Like, oh, that's cool. But I'm more surprised by like the CGI or the animation versus being like, dude, he's bad to the bone. I don't know what it is. You want me to tell you what, what I think one of the things is? What? It's the the like the bad guys back then were bad. They were like, you, you wanted to see them. Like Cobra. Do you remember Cobra, the movie Cobra? Yes. The bad guy, oh, God, yeah. I hated his guts. I was just like, I hope this guy dies. Like, like I don't know. I feel like the, the bad guys were like, bad. like you had the bad of the bone, like cool dudes, but you had bad. So you're guys. saying it's en- it's encompassing also with the fact that they had better enemies. Yeah, like think of the I enemies like nowadays. What about you? What are your thoughts? Well, I just watched Fast and Furious, the new one. Did anybody okay. else watch Fast and Furious X? No, it's nope. kind of like the, it's, it. Was, it was actually. It was okay. Let me say, I won't give away any spoilers. Like it, I can tell you like, but it's kind of like an accumulation of like all of a lot of the '90s action heroes. It's got Jason Statham in it. It's got um, The Rock in it. It had the Aquaman dude in it. It had. So it's all the new. The, and there, some of these guys are huge. It's like the Aquaman. Forty-year-old. It's it's thirty-year-old Expendables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but they're in like their prime. Yeah. You know. Yeah. That's what I mean. And do they compare to the '90s characters? Not even close. I okay. Know. Yes. Not even close. Something about the 90s action that went on was just way different. I don't know. It had a different feel to it. In yeah, the 80s. 80s, 80s and 90s. I might yeah. be the only one that might disagree with you guys because I honestly enjoyed... you're 12. Yeah. Because you're young. <laughs> the, I enjoyed The Rock. Zac Efron is so ripped. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's the real life. You know, but I mean, I enjoyed like Gridiron Gang and I also yeah. liked the one on Netflix that you just had Red Notice. Like he plays pretty good characters. I, I I wouldn't even say necessarily I think it's bad acting. I think we kind of just got off with like almost like comparing like 90s bad mothers versus today's. I think back then to me studying so much cinema, I watch all those channels all the time. Stunts and real effects were so much more intense back in the day because they were all real. They weren't depending on, well, we'll just do this. We'll just, Jackie Chan's throwing himself off buildings throwing himself off buildings. Tom Cruise is jumping over buildings, literally jumping over buildings. And now I feel like so much of it is dependent, especially, sorry guys, I know I get so much hate for talking about it. In the Marvel world, it's so much CGI dependency to where when you watch behind the scenes, it's all green screened. To where when you watched it back in the day, it's guys literally in a jungle going, we're shooting the rocket in three, two, and the guy, stun guy, ah, jumps right before near death. 
I mean, a lot. I forget the guys. There's a couple actors like in the Charlie Chaplin days where these guys are pure, pure stuntmen. And this Fast and Furious X is just so many stunts. It is so over the top, ridiculous. Now, do, do now it's still enjoyable. Now, to do, watch. They, do any of them feel real, or are, are they too? No, far-fetched? it was so far fetched. Okay. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Versus like the '90s when you're watching like Conan or Commando or any of these movies, like it's pretty real life. You're like, you yeah, felt because like, they're doing real, st- extreme, real stunts. Yes, and I'm sure there was a lot of faking and stuff too, as well. But I think you know what's weird is so- someone pointed this out to me the other day, and I was like, whoa, like that's true. Fast and the Furious. Can you think of any other quotes except for Fast and the Furious one? Family. Any other quotes? Like, 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 <laughs> yeah. like when you're watching. Oh, Fast like the and quotes. Fur- like, like I don't how, like, think of would have anything quotes. except like, for Fast and the Furious like one, which to me it makes it game. I, I definitely can think of ejecto cito cuh, and then he goes, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, remember that one? Yeah, it's Fast, no. Fast and Furious. Ejecto cito You don't remember that? No. Yeah, Fast and Furious, man. It's like when he's in the car, he's driving over to the boat scene. Chris is gonna start dropping like Sesame Street. Dude, last year. I was watching it, dude. It was sick. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna do a uh, pretty. This one's the one I threw in. Uh-oh. The Nintendo Switch saved Nintendo. Oh, okay. So, oh, the Wii U. Yeah, Nintendo Switch. And I, I would say financially. That. I don't say it's like. Well, Pokemon Go. No. Nah. <laughs> Wait, wasn't Pokemon Go also through Nintendo's branding? I wouldn't know that. I need a little research. If so, I think it made like bazillions of dollars. But I'm going to say yes as well. Ricky say no. says no. Oh. Ricky, what, what, did, just, what did you think? Oh, yeah, I, so I, agree. I, I don't think Nintendo needed saving, truth be told. I think if they would have made another 3DS, something like that, people would have bought that. And on top of that, they would have bought the console because that's exactly what I would have done. So I think they almost could have doubled their money if they would have done something else. I kind of disagree with that because I feel there was a period of time when like after the Wii and the Wii U had come out and the library is so small for that, I was kind of worried about Nintendo because Sony and and, uh, Microsoft were like killing it. And I felt like they were taking over the market. And I was like, man, I would hate to see Nintendo go by the wayside. And I do feel like then the Switch came out and it was like, boom, we're competing with the big guys again. So I did feel like they lost their way just for two consoles. I was a little bit worried about it. But don't you think that they didn't need it because the 3DS and all those were carrying. Dude, they were selling more than handhelds like for sure. So, and I don't think Nintendo would have gone away because they've probably gotten you know so much money from Pokemon and other things yeah. that they're in. But console-wise, there was a little bit of a fear where maybe they just went to handhelds or something and they just dropped out of the home console. So I do feel the Switch brought them back in that regard. Let's and see was- if any of you are G's. Who remembers what the Switch was supposed to be called? Oh. Ooh. And the uh, NX. NX. What? Yeah, but, yep, it was NX. That's Ultra 64. Awesome. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Ultra 64. Ultra the Dolphin. <laughs> oh, the Dolphin. Dolphin, too. You know why? Because um, I was like him, because I was worried that Nintendo only going to stay doing handhelds. I was thinking they're going to they're gonna happen the same thing that happened with Sega, but the difference is they're going to still making handhelds and Pokemon games for for a new 4DX or yeah. something like that, but yeah, I was I was following all the news and everything. I'm very familiar with the Switch. Yeah. Even is it is collecting dust right now. Yeah. So You're yeah, I, I yeah. You don't play it? No. <laughs> I, I would say that it saved it for the broad spectrum of of day to day regular people. Because like the Wii U, there's a lot of people that really love the Wii U, right? Like we, li- I liked, I, I loved you guys. It. I liked it. I, loved, I yeah. loved it. I love it. I truly loved it. Like, Me I, too. Yeah. But, but the library was not that great, yeah. unfortunately. Well, well, it was good, but it was small for a minimal amount of people. Right. And the problem I think is that the average mom wasn't hearing about the Wii U, right? An average consumer that's not 
a gamer gamer like us like dude we play of course we're gonna buy every nintendo console i think for the broad spectrum of people they don't know that the wii u is necessarily something a lot of people thought it was an add-on to the wii when it first got announced so i think in terms of the switch coming out almost felt like the next big console in between right like the wii u came out it was almost like a skip console for a lot of people for a lot of people who weren't like hardcore gamers and then it jumped to the Switch, and the whole world knew about the Switch, and it just completely exploded. Is it also because for the Wii U, and this is a question to you guys, but because I can't think about it, did, but did the Wii U not allow third-party developers at all? Is that when Nintendo shut that off after the Wii? No, yeah, they're allowed. Rayman. But Ubisoft? They have a bunch of third-party games, but they started like, losing sales, and the numbers were down. So, and, and also the console was underpowered. That's how you say on the yeah. power. Yep. And they start abandoning Nintendo. That's why you can see there's not a lot of third party games for the Wii U. Yeah, I remember hearing about that too. Like they kind of tapered off very. I remember there was news about Rayman. I don't know why that's in my head. Something with Ubisoft. And I remember hearing like headlines about Ubisoft and maybe wanting to taper away from Nintendo and then from there out. Again, I don't know details, but I just remember seeing less and less and less and less being yes. announced that wasn't. And is it almost like the progression of what Nintendo had done with the Wii was like they opened it up to so many third-party developers, yeah. and yeah. there was so much shovelware, maybe they were like, okay, we're going to cut this off. And I was su- I believe with the Switch now, there seems to be a massive library. I'm just constantly seeing new games that I n- are not all Nintendo games, there but is. they seem to be good games coming from third-party developers. Well, yeah. there is, but there also is a lot of shovelware in the eShop. Is there's, there? been, there's been a lot of videos okay. about that. Like, a lot how of did this get, too. And a lot of like weird stuff where people are like, how is Nintendo letting this on their platform? Like some pretty dicey games oh, so for I Nintendo. Seen those. For Nintendo. But for the actual games that I see in store that are yeah. on shelf, like they all are, um, yeah. like seem like legit really good games. Yeah. So I wonder if they just started a different approval process for like what they'll actually release through. Some of my favorite games are like the indie games, all like from Limited Run and stuff yeah, like Which that. are Super awesome. Games. Yeah. Yeah, amazing. I be honest when uh, limit limit run start putting out those rare games or those yeah, physical yeah. games, yep. it makes me start collecting. I was uh, first in line to buy those games oh. when they start doing that around 2017, 18. So I think I have or I used to have the first batch of limit run Switch games because it's cool. Yes. Yeah. Is it a good investment, yeah. though? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was, Back to that, yeah. I saw a couple, and yes. Okay, I like that. I, like I admit that. it. <laughs> All righty, folks. We're going to switch on to our next topic. It's going to be Nintendo Cinematic Future. Ooh. Now, Ooh what, okay. Now, let me do the start off with the question. It's going to be like, it, what course it, or direction do you think Nintendo Cinematic Future is headed? Oh, so you want to ask us where do we think it's headed? Yes. Not where, should, where we want it to go? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's headed where we want it to go. Mm-hmm. I think that with the numbers right now, Mario movie is one behind like the biggest release of all time in that space of what it is, which by the way, you know, what's ahead of it. It shouldn't even be a part of it. The Lion King remake that that's like above it right now. By the time this podcast comes out, Mario movie will probably pass it. Yeah. In their universe. Um, I think it's absolutely headed where we want because of those numbers. I think Nintendo has the prime opportunity working with Illumination, who is doing fantastic. I mean, they announced this a long time ago. A lot of people, when they announced, uh, like recently, when they're like, hey, the movie's coming out and we're with Illumination, when they announced all the actors, a lot of people were like, whoa, they're working with Illumination. They announced that years ago that they're going to start working on it. And I think what the big hope was is Miyamoto wanted to be involved, right? They didn't just want to pass it off. They saw what happened with the Mario movie. And 
with this, with the numbers that, that we saw from the Mario movie, I think we all know where they're going to go first because it's the most obvious answers, which are probably going to be the Zelda games, hopefully Donkey Kong, because he's already in there. But what I'd like to know, too, is like, what are some of our, our reachful hopes that like, man, and if you and if, here, to keep this in mind, if you say it, give us a little more than just saying the name. I want to hear what you'd like to see. Maybe let Chris start. He's got the biggest smirk right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would love to see the Zelda series. I'd love to see a Metroid series. Uh, those would probably be the big obvious ones. Maybe one that's not so obvious. It would be like, I would love to see a little Mac like Mike Tyson's like wow. with a little Mac as the character. And I mean, you could include all of those, those glass jaw and all the guys that he fought. If they were glass in Joe, in, glass Joe, <laughs> G- Gobble G. kingdom of tears, <laughs> kingdom of tears and glass jaw. But, um, I would, I feel like you could really turn that into a pretty amazing movie. Would you have Mike Tyson at the end? I don't know. Maybe it's Mr. Dream. How but- sick would that be, though, if they curated their relationship back Yeah, and they got Mike Tyson, actual Mike Tyson, as the final boss. It would be amazing. And you could use his voice <laughs> and everything. And they had a, you know, him. Uh, it would, that would be incredible. That would be insane. Yeah. And we can all agree that. that Carl Winslow would make the perfect <laughs> Yes. King yes. Hippo? He looks just like him. <laughs> they do King the Hippo? Gabo King Hippo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hippo. Who would everybody be? Who would we kite tap? Oh, super Mr. Macho Man. Because it was... <laughs> Yeah, oh, your the, hair. Your hair. Macho oh, man. <laughs> Mr. Macho Man. That's true. Super Rookie. Yeah, that's Wait, who's the brown one? <laughs> I can't think. Mr. Satman? No, you guys, no. Come on, you guys are getting, the, getting it. The, Mr. The, Flamenco. Flamenco. Oh, Don, Don Flamenco. Although I kind of look like you. I was going to say, that, that's, that's you. you. Oh, that's my you. gosh. You look I like Don You do look like Don Flamenco. No, dude, I have to be Barbul. Barbul? Oh, Barbul. Yeah. Sorry. Barbul. I got to be Barbul. I like that. Okay, I think Punch Out was a really great call. I, I would love, great call. love to see that. It'd be so good. Ricky, you got one for us? You already know. I'm gonna, I think you know what I'm going to pick because you I don't. you literally brought it up and I was like, oh, oh my stealing gosh. it, aren't you? You're stealing mine? Who is it? I won't say it. Then. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I want you to go first. Now. Star Fox? Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go, go, man. go. I would love a Star Fox because the characters in it, I think, just are so unique that it writes itself, right? Anytime you see a movie where it's like, we're going to space, you know, you can get the same kind of feel. I almost think it reminds me of like the early Star Wars when I I want to see like the janky animatronics of Slippy, of Falco, oh. of Pepe O'Hare, of everybody, of Uncle Andros. I want to see the full story. And I think what Nintendo nailed, which I think Sonic and Sega failed in, even though I like the movie, is Sega did very few musical cues. Right. There was like a couple ringtones when it first started. I think you could hear Green Hill Zone somewhere along the line. But that's it. They didn't utilize their nostalgia much, but Nintendo all the time throughout the Mario movie was crushing it with the notes and the tones and the sounds. I think if they do that with Star Fox, with that feeling of everybody running out to go all at once, just pumping out automatically, Nintendo was already building characters for us, right? We learned right away. Falco, badass. That's it. He is. Star Fox, he's the hero. Pepe O'Hare, he's wise. Slippy, he's the goofball, right? Like we, uh, Nintendo very rarely do games in that day and age do that much character building for you. That I think if they did that with the puppet style, I don't know if anybody remembers when they announced Star Fox on the Wii U, they did puppet animatronics, puppets to announce the game. And they <laughs> were walking that. around and it was, I forget who, a couple of the Nintendo uh, people going through. I totally remember the names. I feel dumb. 
but going through it and having fun with it. Would Would you want to see it in the same style as like what Illumination did with the Mario on movies, where I it's don't. very smoothed out, or would you want to see a polygon? On that type? one, I don't. Neither on that one. Neither. That one, I want to see almost like a unique animatronic type style, animatronic. like a '90s animatronic, obviously done in a current fashion, but like you know. Uh, Little Mac, whatever you said, Mike Tyson, I'd like to see that in like the Illumination style. But for some reason with Star Fox, I want to see it in that more real but 90s feeling. Yeah, I feel like it would have to be different. I feel like you couldn't do it the same style. Yeah. It would have to be. What about the voices? The voices? Oh, gosh. I don't know if those original actors are out there. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? And they put the subtitles? That would be awesome. F Zero would F-0 be great. F Zero would be insane if you did it like kind of like Ford vs Ferrari style, but like, oh yeah, but like you know, like more towards that Nintendo crowd. Like I don't know, you, you have to make it like exciting. You have to give it a, you have to give it a good story. And there's a ton of characters. I, on feel that. Like the I voice- would really love like that race style Nintendo it would be pretty movie cool. with the Just, voice of dude. Imagine those songs playing. Oh yeah, I'm like oh. I like be that. Great. In the voice of uh, Vin Diesel. Oh, <laughs> no. So what do you got, Gabba? What's your thought? Uh, I got two. Okay. two I got two ideas. Okay. First, I would like to see Kit Icarus. or Icarus. Icarus. Yeah. Chris likes that. I love it. Um, I think they can do a really, really good movie with that. And probably they can mix it with At Racer. Oh, Act Racer. Oh, okay. yeah. That's not necessarily first party, but I like that. Oh, it's, oh yeah. Whatever. But they can do it. And the other thing I would like to see is, like, do a bunch of, like, side movies like Punch-Out, Zelda, Star Fox. And then I think we talk about this. And then bring in everything. Like, like Smash Bros. Like the Avengers. Yes. And do a Smash Bros. But don't overdo it. That would be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be pretty awesome. So le- now let's reach into our deeper back pockets, right? We got the fir- we're talking right. first party Nintendo. Like we'd all want to see like a Metroid would be amazing, you know, a Kirby, a Donkey Kong. I'm talking one that like a game that appeared on a Nintendo somewhere, and it's technically not just a Nintendo IP. Ricky's already ready though. I have to let him take it. Wild Gunman. It'd be a cool Western. <laughs> Yo, a Western. I like. Now, would you want it in that complete 8-bit like style, like a I, Smash Bros. Wii U? I think I would. I think I would like that, just like make the mouth like a little better, but I think it would look dope. Like the Lego movie, you know, like that kind of funky graphics. Oh, I like a wild gunman because I'm I, a Western. I sucker. got a good one. What you got? Urban Champion. Urban Champion. Yeah. So like like a street fighting movie. Nice. There you go. I like it. Oh, I kind of like can, that. I was going to say I would like to see they mix like like two games. Like for example, in Star Fox, they can put a uh, Metroid somewhere there because he's in the space. Urban Champion, they can mix with Punch Out. Only Gabo would pick Urban. <laughs> Urban Champion. <laughs> <laughs> Urban Champion. <laughs> Only <laughs> it's super like. That's awesome. I, but I, I like that. That's what I want. It's I different. Is 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 fighting in the streets? What, so. what you got? I mean, you know what really would probably make a really good movie, and it's right here. It's probably Earthbound. Oh, oh that's a great that's, 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 that's storyline. Yeah, so epic and it's so quirky. Imagine Gygus. Yeah, it's got such a fan following. Like, that would make a pretty cool movie. And it's funny because I'm not even the biggest Earthbound guy, but I do respect the storyline and the, the storytelling of Earthbound and how funky and weird it is and the humor. Man, Guy Guess would be great. Oh, man, now you got me thinking. I was I going know, a little more a basic. <laughs> I, 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 I want Blaster Master. Ooh, oh, that would be dang. awesome. Yeah, be pretty dang. Cool. Oh, Blaster we're Master. going third party? 
That's what we're doing. Well, you know that the beginning of that game is one of my favorite storylines. But yeah. his frog, too. his frog escapes and goes in the it nuclear goes waste. In the nuclear waste, and then goes down in the hole, and he's basically trying to save his frog. Like that's a great. Which I story. love that it's ju- it's just his frog, and out of nowhere he's like, crazy, so good. And the music that kicks in. Yeah, I think the fact that the game already throws us for different gameplay styles different views a whole different uh, it gives us a story loose storyline the ones on the switch blaster master zero have fantastic storylines so the story could easily write itself but i think that's interesting because it takes place in such unique worlds underground worlds all the different things that sophia can do and jason with the different power-ups there's i think endless story and sophia can race with f-zero there you go gabo just really wants the cinematic universe um, yeah i'd be scared they mix it a little too much i'd want a big one like a big crescendo like end game and all that yeah. but i'd also be like okay don't go to all the side characters nobody really cares about at this point well, you know? they have to be careful when they mix with third parties yeah but between nintendo it's all good well think about smash bros man it's it's all third party mix True. at this point how long do you guys think until the next movie is out Two years. I was going to say two years. Two Would years. you think they continue to do like Mario for a while? Mario 1, 2, 3 before venturing yeah. off? I think probably. that's probably their safest bet because it's 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 Mario, right? It's possibly the most recognized figure in Video childish yeah. dreams, whatever you want to call it, over Mickey Mouse, all of any of that. It's true. Um, I think if they do that, and I, maybe they can keep locking in. I almost think they might go even Donkey Kong next because I feel like they're going to want to work their way out. I wouldn't be as excited for a Donkey Kong movie, for sure, I'm just being honest, as I would for almost any other IP. Yeah. I don't know if I'm necessarily... Me, Me too. Unless they make it like... Actually, the, but the Donkey Kong in the movie was fun if they show us you know, a trailer. All right, let's be real. We'd all, as Curtis would say, would fangirl <laughs> if, if we saw you know, Cranky Kong and Dixie Kong and, and Candy Kong and the whole crew kind of roll together. I think that we would definitely fanboy out a little bit. I would love to see like these this discussion going. I'm sure it's happening with Nintendo like right now. Yeah. Then, oh, for with sure. a chalkboard sure. with all these titles of where they could go with this and discussing each one kind of like we are right now. Yeah. Do you think they already had one in development or do you think they played it safe to wait for the initial reaction i think in development yeah i i think that nintendo had to have known worst case they're gonna do great right they're gonna do great i even saw like worst case that's like <laughs> we're just gonna nail no, it. no but that's what i mean they know worst case they're gonna make multi multi more than most people are making we've talked about it before with i literally watched a video today about animation studios and Disney's newest movie that's about to drop. And they were like really hoping, like, please, please, please let this next one be a banger because they had failed after failed. And I think this one is already getting like rotten by, by even critics. And everyone's like, no, like Disney's like not again. And they were really, the video wasn't about that, but more about how like Universal and all these companies have been just on an incline of starting to crush it. So I think, you know, Nintendo probably knew the competition working with these people, Illumination Universal, knows like, okay, we already, no matter what, have a good tone set. They'd be dumb not to have any sort of backing already happening. I think everybody's mostly rooting for Zelda, though, to come out. Oh, it's I think that's like the number one. I think that's like the most obvious number one that everybody's like, please, please. Were there uh, things that maybe have gotten glazed over that you guys probably saw could have been improved from the Super Mario movie? Oh man, it's hard. It's hard not to sound like a fanboy here. Fangirl. Well, fangirl. I got <laughs> fanger. I got only what? one fanger. <laughs> I got only one complaint. Yes. About the movie, mm-hmm. I didn't see. Well, I, 
probably I'm wrong, but you guys, okay. I didn't saw any Zelda reference. Good call. Me no, neither. No, no, Zelda. Any, I mean, we can't ne- I, technically knock yeah. it for that, but yes, you're right. I, I didn't saw anything Zelda, and I was a little disappointed about that. I was expecting to see, like, at least a Triforce symbol somewhere or maybe there was i don't think they'll do it because they want to make that a movie like i feel like a lot of the things that already are on there they can't make it a movie because it's already a character in their world it is hard to know what you can intermingle and what you can't right like donkey kong and mario are they they began they began intermingled right and donkey kong you know it's john man but it or mr video originally actually it's true but they put punch out and they didn't start together but but they're and, and, what, the, and what was the other character that looks like me? The Wrecking Crew. Yeah, yeah Wrecking Crew. crew. Yeah, <laughs> Ma- <like> is Mario <laughs> in that game? I feel like they maybe have to choose yeah. which that, ones can go where because you can't come out of the gate being the cinematic universe, right? Yeah. If yeah. you do, the hype is gone, right? Imagine if Marvel opened up all their recent movies with everybody's back there, then it's like, oh sweet, but the excitement's not there when everyone's like, holy cow, they're coming together. I think that's true. I think you nailed it in the head right there. I think the only thing I didn't like was how how to refresh remember how did they beat Bowser at the end? What did they? How did it? It didn't end. I was the the star. The star. It was a star. Yeah. Okay. I wish they had done like the drop in the lava sorry, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. This is a. <laughs> I assume everybody's seen it. But I wish. Video. Sorry. I wish Point they had alert. done the classic one of the classic endings for like how he gets. That yeah. would have been sick. Mario jumped on the they, axe thing. Yeah, like, jumped on the axe and he like falls down into the lava or, or he swings him by the tail like in Nintendo 64. Well, I guess it's hard Something because like you that. know That's they're going to make more. So it's like, are they going to kill him off? But they could do the classic every movie. Bowser goes in the lava. It's over. The movie ends and all of a sudden you see come out of the lava. You know, yeah. his hand come out. I think I think I know what's going to happen in the next movie. Let's hear it, Ricky. Predictions with Ricky. Since they did that whole thing at the end, I'm not going to say it because if someone did You can say it at this point. At this point, click off if you're not. Yoshi's at the end. End, whatever. <gasps> <Just kidding. laughs> oh, really? <laughs> all, right. all right. So th- I think they're gonna make another Mario movie, but I think they're gonna bring in like, like the the comical characters like Wario and Luigi. Wow, I mean Wario sure. and Waluigi. They have to. Because dude, sure. that would be so great. I would I would be so excited to see that. And then they have to bring in like you know Daisy. I don't know if they would, but it seems like they, they would want to. I don't know why. Is there anybody we don't want to see? Mm-hmm. Curtis. Stop <laughs> it. I, I, I don't know. There's I guess there's characters I wouldn't say that I don't want to see, but there's characters I wouldn't be like, whoa, if I saw them. Like, it'd be more like, ooh, Easter egg, like Rosalina or whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, whatever it is. But I wouldn't say there's anybody I'd be, like, bummed if they brought in. I feel like they would make Wario and Waluigi, like, the main villains of the yes. next That's why. I, like, I was like, going to say Bowser or something. I was going to say maybe they save Bowser. Yeah. Ricky. I can see that. Ricky just wrote the next movie. They do what? I they, got it. They, they save Bowser. Save Bowser. Yeah. Oh. And then when and then how it ends is they save Bowser, get him out, and then the minute they get him out, Bowser just crushes them and he's like, fools. <laughs> and then they join with Mario and Luigi. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest pickup ever story. Ooh, Ooh, boy. So as I mean, this boys, we have been working at this for years, decades, to find our time to brag about our best pickup ever i mean we all have to have one so there's a few that i would want to name but i think that uh i think i want to pass it to the guest here to start us off gabo what is the greatest pickup story this is the bible of your of your story as a group or individual individual bro we don't want to hear your life story (laughs) (laughs) no you see see those morning those seals nes games explain to the people who don't know what you're talking about okay uh, it's, it's been what two years now i was working 
in the desert close where I live and I saw a little thrift store, local little thrift store. And I stopped there and I was lucky, blessed. I found a box full of CONES games. How, how many games? Including, oh, it was 10 games, including Super Mario 3, Final Fantasy, Balloon Fight, uh, Tetris. Tetris, Pictionary, Disney Adventures. Magical Kingdom. Uh, oh, Clax. Clax, Mrs. Pac-Man. Oh, man. And yeah, I, man. I, I vividly remember being at Chipotle, I, and I get a video call from Gabo. <laughs> a video call. And, that, and that was rare. Yes, a video call because we talked all the time, but not yeah, on video. that was rare. Be get a video call. I'm eating, you know, Chipotle extra queso, and I'm just like, look at my phone. I'm like, video. Oh, all right, open it up, and I just see Gabo's like this. His hands are shaking, sweating, and he's just like, "Bro, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm in front of a store. I just uh, got a good deal, is what I'll say." Well, now I can say it. How man. much did you pay? I pay sixty bucks for the sixty. And the guy bucks. offered me. The guy offered me forty bucks. And you gave him twenty extra. Just so I you get twenty sleep extra, night. but then the next day, I you know I give him one hundred bucks cash, and and also I bring other stuff to give you know to donate to the store. Yeah, get hey. yourself. But did you find other stuff the next day? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and a, what happened the next and day? And a of that, I found a uh, two week after that, I found a uh, in the same store, I found a uh, Game Boy Donkey Kong Seal too. Wow. They, well, That's but crazy. The, the very next day, I found a GameCube with it was like with eight games, yeah. And the Kitty game, Hello Kitty game, yeah. It was there, and the Simpson game. Wow. Yeah. But man. going back to your NES, man. I mean, you were you were flipping out, you were yeah. freaking out. You found Holy Grails, yeah. And you basically just needed like someone to talk to to like vent it out because you were like stressing out. You're like, I don't want these in my yeah, car. I don't want to yeah. get dirt on yeah. them. Well, you ended up getting them graded. Which, I'm I'm very grateful with you, man. I have thank you again because you helped me a lot. I took care of your grading process and and mentally too because you give me a lot of uh, uh, Advice. advices for that. Yeah, and and I was thinking on my way here. Like, remember we was talking like we get a kind of more me a little disappointed when they came out uh, from being graded. Yeah. And the prices, because with graded games, the prices are high and up. And I remember you telling me, like, well, here you go. That can be your house. Because this be... was at the time. Yeah, at the time. those graded games sealed were selling for astronomical, yes. stupid numbers, whatever, you, however you feel so about you, it. So you graded them all? Yes. Were yes. the grades not good? Is that what you're saying? It was It was good. It was not the greatest. But it was really good. Yeah. But what I say is, uh, I think the biggest take about f the biggest thing that I got from finding those games is first Little Samsung <laughs> because I saw the Mario Three. But uh, the most precious thing, my precious, is the um, he, he wake. He woke up something inside of me like to collect for NES to collect for NES. And, and I think that's huge for people to note, too, because so many people were against like, oh, you graded them. You did this. You used a specific company that a lot of people don't like. But it just goes to show like sometimes you have to think with the bigger picture. Yeah. You sold one of the games and you got little Samson. Yeah. So whatever 10 divided by six. What is that? Does anybody know math in here? Uh, I don't know. But plus grading 80. You basically got little Samson no, for but, $80. But something else. I donate. 
two of those games when uh when we did the um, charity stream yes and we raised a lot of money which two did you give the what which two did you give uh pictionary and tetris nice ben actually ben bought the tetris ben did ben did ben's back there <laughs> so you know i didn't i didn't get a house i didn't get a new car but i got little samson <laughs> but i got but i got little samson yeah i you know we raised money for the kids yeah for christmas to children hospital but i think the most valuable thing is man uh the the journey like absolutely when he he wake up that thing inside of me because of that i'm doing videos on my own too you know capturing the journey the journey of the nes whole collection i remember you telling me after you got them graded like i literally remember you in my shed telling me like man this makes me want to like collect more for the nes and I'll yeah there you go and also it makes me realize like when when i'm not hunting with you guys and i'm finding all that stuff that made me realize like yep i should do something for myself you know like Absolutely. my channel and yeah man he's everything start after i found those games i love it i love it it's a it's a blessing in disguise how amazing say. it creates another opportunity just from finding one oh yeah ricky you're up bro oh, story man. time we're going around the room baby mine's not even that great <laughs> one time i got a churro for a dollar <laughs> <laughs> uh i would say my cool is this cool like your what, favorite your, your best right. find, whatever that means to you so this is my favorite find it was uh I just scrolled through offer up and Craigslist back in the day, like like nonstop. I, I would just look up arcades, and I found this. It looked like a fake ad. I even sent it to you. I'm like, dude, you think this is real? So I messaged the guy right away. It was a uh, for 150 for this like dude insane arcade. It was the Super Nintendo arcade, the Super System, Super System, the one where oh. you play on the giant Super Nintendo. So so I messaged the I messaged the people. They're like, oh yeah yeah, it's available. I'm like, they're like they're like, do you want it? I'm like, yes yes yes. They're like, the only problem is, it's we think it's broken. There's the, the cord dripped, and we we're pretty sure it doesn't work. Not, I'm like, I'll I'll still take it. I don't mind. So I get this guy to drive me. We he had he had a bigger car, so we drove out there get there back it up and then the guy comes up like so do you want it do you want it i think it was a lady actually yeah, i'm like, I I'm like of course of course i want it i want this thing we look at it it's, dude it's it's pretty clean it's it's amazing i mean it had like it was a little sticky but even she 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 mess she lets us know she's like just to let you know there's like 30 other people waiting to get this if you don't get it and i'm like no definitely i'm, I'm dude I, I i'm taking it we started loading in the car and then me if <laughs> we 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 look at the plug they're like, oh dang, it's probably ripped. Look, it's just like a PlayStation plug. That's all it is. You so know, it, it wasn't like attached to it. You know, you would think like, oh, yeah. it's built in. You just literally pop it out and plug in a new. Like cord. a PS3 plug, the big fat, like a computer yeah, one, right? Exactly. Plug, yeah. So she had like a cord that was ripped up, and I was like, oh yeah, it's broken. Whatever. We scammer Ricky. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't do donating to charity, and Ricky's scamming. <laughs> I I paid what they wanted. Dang. I didn't go any no, lower. That's a new one. <laughs> Shut up! I paid sixty bucks. <laughs> Re stole uh, Ricky. <laughs> so, dude, it, it was just great. We took it back to my place. We find. I think I took the plug off a of PlayStation Three. Yep. Plug it in. This thing was gnarly. literally that. Right when it turned on. Let's go. I we couldn't believe it. Lights up like tick, tick, tick. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this thing is amazing." 150 bucks and nice. I and dude, I, 
It was one of the coolest finds. It was I, one, of my, I, one of my favorite finds. I've had one of those. Before. You have? It's a beast of a machine to Beasts. move. They're expensive. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what they go for now. I think I sold mine probably eight How years How much was ago. the flip? Five? Uh, oh, so a buddy wanted it, but I, I had it for a long time. I the sold bird. mine for like Flea a thousand, bird. but it was a long time I, ago. I think I sold it for like six. It was I didn't sell it for six hundred. They yeah, probably it was, go it was for a, like three four. Was wow. a, yeah, yeah, they probably go for like three k now. So uh, mine would be. Um, we've talked about the animation cells before. We found a bunch of animation cells at a swap meet a while back. Um, you know, Sega stuff, Sonic the Hedgehog movie, or Sonic the Hedgehog animation cartoon by Deke. Um, there was stuff from He-Man in there. There was stuff from Mario Super Show. There was animation cells from Cadillacs and Dinosaurs, a whole bunch of different stuff. Double Dragon. Yep. Double Dragon. But my favorite thing was my favorite moment from that. And it was gr- truly my greatest, like, I feel like my favorite moment of, you know, I'm all about the journey. I'm not about cl- keeping stuff. That's just not really my jam anymore. It's more the journey of stuff. And, you know, we had all this happen. Curtis helped take care of all this. He messaged me, hey, a person, you know, wants to sell us all the Mario stuff. Whatever's in here, you just got to buy it all. And I told Curtis, pay whatever you want. I'll, I'll, I'll split it with you. I don't care what it is. I'll pay for it. But my favorite moment was coming back. I was on a vacation in Florida and being in my shed with Curtis and just going through this stuff and realizing the stuff that was in there. What wasn't the coolest stuff to me wasn't the animation cells, right? Because you can find that on eBay, some here and there. You can sign, find, you know, pictures of the final products. It was we found all the original sketch paper of them trying to sketch, not not prints, not not reprints, not photocopies of them trying to come up with the way they're going to make the castle look. They had pictures of Mario looking way different drawings of making him look more like a real life Mario. We had drawings of them during the Rapland episode of them saying, make this r- Listen to LL Cool J while writing this episode. Listen to Tupac while doing this. Listen to this artist while doing this. They would have sketches of the Three Stooges and next to it trying to sketch pictures of the way Mario's face should move to get better facial animations. And to me, that was like, this is the the one-off of one-offs. Now, I got to admit, we sold a lot of that. We kept a lot of it too. We wanted to sell it to make sure people in the community could be a part of it too as well. But even though some of them went for super high money, there's stuff in there that is ex- invaluable, right? You you can't. Blake actually owns one of the. Blake owns the best one. Blake owns he the. Blake yeah. Blake got the rap. I gave him one. I could see his face, and I gave him the rap one, of just the one page that talked about LL Cool J and all this. I could see because you you gave me one of the cells too. I could see Blake's, Blake's face. Out. Oh, you do? Yeah. yeah. I could see Blake's face when I showed the rap one, and it was all just penciling of that, and he was just like mind blown i was like this is for the community here you go nice yeah and so. if you're out there with the community we do have all those things scanned and you can uh message riff on yeah Instagram Cor- corp riff corp at riff. gmail would work too we have those scans if people want them oh so yeah you, you uploaded all that huh yeah it yep. took me three grueling days to do you did it like all day all night Ten thousand pages of just different is it on a papers. website or you just have it in files just have it in files just message us we're still people want them. building the website at the moment but you know Slowly but slowly. Definitely was a life-changing <laughs> moment. But how about you, Chris? What was your biggest find? I mean, I have I'm going to two stories, but one really quick. I mean, the first one that comes to mind for me was like finding little Samson out in the wild mm. when I before I owned my stores, before I'd make the decision to even start up stores. Yeah. When I was hunting in North Las Vegas because I was in Las Vegas at the time, I found a couple games, but back then they were so cheap. All the games were like two, three, four, five dollars. But I did find a Bubble Bobble two for like four dollars, and then I did find. 
a little Samson for four dollars. Wow, is a pretty amazing. Wow, yeah, insane. to find little Samson for four bucks in the wild. <laughs> yeah, I found I don't that. Know if you'd ever see, yeah, it was insane to see. Yeah, that. I was like, I, I just dropped I, over. I found, that, yeah, I found yeah. that sculptor's cut for free the other week. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, somebody's, somebody's got the what? best he find. The sculptor's cut. cut. <laughs> really? In front yeah, of the store. Well, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll but, tell you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go back to your story about you know. So that one to me is very important finding that little Samson because that's really when I came home. I played that game. It was probably only worth maybe two, three hundred bucks, little Samson back then. This is like literally like 13 years ago. Wow. But that's really what changed my mind that it was like, oh, there's people that collect this. This is big now. This is coming back. So that that was life changing for me. But most recently, and I t told you guys this story was um, I did buy out a VHS shop. So cool. Oh, it oh, was yeah. just a really awesome so experience. Um, not monetarily wise was maybe the best find I ever found. It was it was big because I bought out a basically it was a store called Video Seven uh, that was in Connecticut that had been around for like twenty five years. It was ran by a guy named Bob, and uh, he had poured his like whole life and soul into this place, hmm. and was there every day. Worked it at a couple of employees, and uh, basically died of passed away of cancer. I think last year, and uh, I was contacted by actually somebody who shops at my stores in Connecticut reached out and said, uh, hey, you know, we're looking to sell this. I'm, I'm representing the wife, looking to sell basically the whole store. And uh, so I worked out a deal. I ended up talking to the wife. There was a lot of emotions because mm. he had died unexpectedly. Yeah. And so I flew back to Connecticut and basically put together, it was a huge ordeal over about four days of going wow. through um, with the wife present a lot and going through a whole store that had been untouched. There was a basement. There was an attic. Uh, there was thousands and thousands of VHS tapes. And um, there was video games that were in there as well. He had a lot of boxed NES games. And uh, so we, you know, boxed everything up over about three, four days with a lot wow. of good friends. People came to visit. Yeah. Russ Lyman came to, you know, do a video. Yeah. Um, I wanted you guys to actually come because it was sure. such an experience. Oh, trust me. Sure. It wasn't the new year. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to come. Trust me. We're like, please. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it was just a really awesome experience. I've been since then shipping all that stuff back from Connecticut to California. Just have Curtis drive it. Drove for me. That would have made it so much easier. Um, but just kind of processing that and going through all the stuff, there was just so much amazing posters, tapes. Um, this story is so cool, too. And, uh, and me being a story guy, I think that was so cool, man. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it was tough at the same time because, again, the wife was really emotional. Yeah. And uh, but she felt like she knew that at least the stuff wasn't getting thrown out. It was going back. Absolutely. Into unity for collectors. Um, and I kind of heartfelt for it, too, because with my stores, I'm like, you know, this is stuff I've built. And then if I was to pass away, what would happen to all the stuff I had built? And you know, you're kind of going through this guy's whole life yeah. basically in this place. But it was a pretty awesome experience. It was like maybe five, six months ago.